0: What's up, V-Rob? This is one half of the hashtag Blackout Podcast. Jared. That's who. I'm just calling, uh, to leave you a random voicemail, uh, as I drive through this state called Utah. Snowed yesterday. Freaking April. What's up with that? Should be snowing right now. Should be hot. I'm ready to plant some vegetables. Anyway, yeah, you had my co-host Jay and I on your show uh for recording last week. So, yo, shout out to you. Thank you very much for having us. We had a great time. Uh yeah, and uh we guess we all have a lot in common. Uh all being from the south, possibly having some kind of connection to you through Lake Charles, Louisiana. Uh and then also uh you know, you told me about some places in Houston that I know really well, uh, those Walmart locations that I know really, really well down there, sadly but happily at the same time. Anyway, I did want to chat with you about something. I know we briefly touched on this, Paula, uh, about people putting their hands in the grapes. That's disgusting. People who put their hands in the grapes, uh, uh, you know, they – pick through bags of grapes, finding good grapes, having a bite of the grapes, you know what I'm saying? And they like have a bite and they're like, well, this isn't a good bag of grapes, so I'm going to go to the next one. So the thing is, you can put your hand in 20 bags of grapes and touch all the grapes that I want to eat possibly one day. Now you make me not want to get the grapes. You know what kind of people those are? Those are the same exact people who touch all the apples, Nectarine, peaches, pears, drop them on the floor. They roll around on the floor for a while. They pick them back up, and they set them right back up there in the prime spot for the next person to pick up and buy. So on that note, if you ever buy fresh fruit that's edible without having to peel it, like the ones I just mentioned, wash that off. My daddy always taught me that, and I'm passing that lesson on to you and your people. Those people are also the same people who will go to, like, a clothing store. Like, if you ever work retail, you already know this page. They'll go to a clothing store, reach through five stacks of large T-shirts to get the T-shirt in the middle of all the T-shirts. Same size. they, they get getting the large one. But they messed up the top five and they messed up the bottom ten just to get that one in the middle almost middle, I guess. It doesn't make any sense. Get it, or don't get it. Don't mess around. You
1: are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rock. Dang. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Yay! <Yeah. laughs>
0: going to let the Google Voice Mail Service hang up on me. Man, that's jacked up. Anyway, as I was saying, people, buy the shirt or don't buy the shirt. Don't pick through all the shirts or the pants or whatever it is. And if you do, at least try to refold it to make it somewhat look right. And that goes that's another thing for people who are getting clothes off hangers. If you to knock the clothes on the floor, pick it up and put it back on the hanger, put it back on the rack. Don't just leave it there like it didn't happen. You know you did that. That's jacked up. I mean, there's so much silliness going on up in the uh, up in up in the stores where people do that. If you see a person in a store trying to buy some grapes, you know, trying to buy some, I don't know, some kind of food, and they're taking bites, you know what I'm saying, or they squeezing the the life out tomatoes, Give them the stink eye. Give him the side eye. Give him that evil eye. Give him that stare and then go up to him and say, hey, don't we mess with them grapes. I'm trying to buy them grapes. Don't be putting your hands in your mouth all up in them grapes. Don't put your nose inside the bag of grapes. These are all minor pet peeves of mine. Anyway, this is Jared from the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. About to walk up in this state run liquor store and buy some drink. We blacking out. Peace.
1: What up everybody? It's your boy B-Rob and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rambles with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts and listening to my podcast. If you're a new listener, thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, you can shoot me a text message via the Google Voice line at 304 825 5762 and you can text me the person that got you to the show. Got you to the show like this the uh, fucking NBA finals or the goddamn World Series or some shit. But text me or leave me a voicemail of the of the name of the person that got you introduced to this podcast or if you just ran across it on Twitter, hey, thanks. I do a lot of plugging on Twitter uh Not of orifices and stuff like that, but I'm just saying I put my product out there a lot or oh, enough, which I think is enough. Anyway, we have a show for you. Um Don't really have to have you guess who it's going to be because they led the show's intro with their voicemail. That was Jared one half of the hashtag blackout podcast. And like I said, I always hear from Jared on the motherfucking voicemail. Don't hear from Jay. I only hear from one half of the hashtag blackout podcast. But I guess in this instance, I heard from both because they were on the freaking podcast. Yeah. As I record this, it is Easter Sunday. So happy Easter to all those who celebrate it. I know everybody don't believe in that or celebrate that type of holiday. But if you do, more power to you. It is Easter, and um I'm here in my hometown of Lake Charles, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I am here, sitting in the bedroom of what was once my oldest sister. Well, not my oldest sister. Shit, that was <laughs> I would never lived with my oldest sister. It's long story. I got a lot of siblings, but um the three youngest of us, uh, myself. My brother, Eric, and my sister, uh, Didi. That's a nickname, by the way. Um, We all, those were the only two siblings that I grew up in the house with because all my other brothers and sisters were so much older than me. But um, for a time, me and my brother, Eric, shared a room until, you know, he graduated high school and he moved out, which he moved out before my sister, which is older than him, which I thought was weird. But I was a kid. I didn't know better. So I'm sitting in her bedroom right now. I used to always want this room or whatever, because I don't know, for me, I guess because I was a kid and everything looked large and bigger than what it really was. So I thought this room was bigger than the room that I was in with my brother, Eric, which I should have known better because it fit two of us comfortably. And uh, well, yeah. And, you know, (laughs) he was much older than me. But anyway, uh, she moved out, he moved out, and I came in this room and I was like, this shit's small. So I stayed in my room, (laughs) which the one if you heard on a earlier edition of the podcast, my father painted lime green for some odd reason after I moved out because my mama said she wanted the room to be green. That's her favorite color. (laughs) But anyway, um audio may sound different because i am using what i originally started with my audio technica usb microphone and my ipad mini but right now i'm using currently the new boss jock jr uh recording application and um that was the original app that i started out with it was a boss jock I guess this is Saint, it would be Boss Jock Senior since this is Boss Jock Junior. <laughs> but um it was a $10 application um that I paid for. And um I really did. I mean you can upload your sound boards directly into the app. You can control all your gain and all the other stuff that you would do with a mixer, you can do it with the Boss Jock app and the Boss Jock Junior app. Difference between the Boss Jock Junior and the original predecessor boss jock jr is free and it comes with his own preloaded um sound effects and music that you can use also um you can purchase some other um royalty free music and other things like that so that was my sponsored plug by boss jock and boss jock jr not really because they don't sponsor me they should though if they ever hear this or you can get some word out to them i'll be the sponsor. I speak high praises of the app. And um, I'm going to be real with you. This is like the third take of this damn, uh, you know, this intro or whatever. Because every five fucking minutes, somebody got to come in the room and do all kind of things. And everything or whatever. But that's par from the course. (laughs) I'm bitching for no reason. So what? Anyway, it is hot as fuck in this house and my parents are much older my father's 85 my mother will be turning 75 on the 29th no the 28th, Yes, yeah, 28th and you know, the the makeup of older people, they, their body composition is different, I mean not as far as weight goes, but how they feel, the temperature so we in the motherfucking house sweating balls in, uh, clitorises and clitoris and other parts and she think it's cold in this motherfucker but it's not
2: <laughs>
1: matter of fact i'm in this room which is when you turn the ac on here is here it's the coldest room in the house and that's why i sleep in here but for recording purposes i had to turn the ac off because it sounded like a too small a uh, small two-cylinder engine in this bitch. <laughs> they ain't got no central air in this motherfucker. It's just all window units and shit. Fucking... And all kind of other bullshit. So, for audio preferences and purposes, I'm sitting in this room sweating balls to record this intro. But, we're gonna get through it. I'm gonna try to stay intact and not melt away into the comforter, which is... That's another story. Fuck that confidence. All right, my guests, Jay and Jared from the hashtag Blackout Podcast. I've called into their show a couple of times and shared many stories on their voicemail line, and uh, Jared has done the same as you heard previous to the um, intro song and all the other bullshit. Yeah, so I finally got them on the show. Find out that um. Some interesting things about them. That's what you do when you talk to people that you don't know. <laughs> but um one's from Houston. One's from Louisiana. Shit, we might be kin in some kind of way, as you heard in the voicemail. Because, I mean, Lake Charles is bigger than what it was when I was here, living actively. But it's still small. It's just got a lot of bigger buildings. And um one's an actor. One has a martial arts background. And we talk and debate Heavily about the motherfucking Iron Fists on Netflix, which I still think is a good show, despite all this bad criticism. So, yeah, look forward to that and everything. I also want to give shout outs to the Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company uh, wrestling podcast that I am a part of on the NAI network. So if you dig professional wrestling like I do. Don't give us a listen over there it's me matt mccool josh lopez the notorious josh lopez and uh myself and we just they well they talk about professional wrestling about passion and you know some good angles of the business from a journalist standpoint i just come in there with all kinds of innuendo and hit random sound effect buttons, which I'm still trying to figure out how to make sound crisp and clean because I can't get my levels right. And I keep cutting out. But that's Paul from the course. Everything's just a learning experience. And also what I dig about that show is I ain't got to edit that motherfucker. Yay. Shout outs to you, Matt. You're the man. You're the bestest. <laughs> and yeah. Shout out to Zyme, who's over in the Philippines, wrecking shit up. Appreciate you for making music for me to enjoy. Shout out to Sir John Lee, oh, there making things happen. He got an appetizer, uh freaking mixtape out right now. You can look it up owned the iTunes, Spotify, and all those lovely places. Shout out to Bumpy 103. I ain't... Uh, connect with my man in a while but i still listen to what he got out he's putting out some good quality shit and everything and he's foyering into the acting realm so appreciate your brother and good luck stepping into that other world because it is another world a whole new world <laughs> man And just shout out to everybody that I interact with on a regular basis. Naked Porch Podcast. um, New interactor, you heard him on the last episode, Jay Sandlin. Um, Good luck to you and your book endeavors and everything that you're sticking your fingers into and everything that you're sticking your other extremities into. (laughs) Shout out to Tony Rager and that motherfucker Jody B. We recorded last night. I sat in my mama's kitchen and... We recorded via Skype on my telephone, and that should be a good episode that'll be coming out later on, whenever it come out. And that'll be the Po' Boys podcast. Shout out to the Po' Boys. And I, without further ado, we're going to roll into this edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast, featuring the hashtag Blackout podcast.
3: Can you hear me? Yes,
0: I can hear you. Hold on. It's definitely my audience. Am i Audio thing, which I'm going to figure out right this second. Here we go. Hello now.
1: Hello now and then.
0: No, nope, nothing. Really do okay, Let's try to add J. have
1: Is that Isaac from the Love Boat? Hello? Hello?
4: Hey, what's up? Is it is that Isaac from the Love Boat? That is Isaac. <laughs> what type of drink do you want tonight? Man, <laughs> let, me, let me get some Crown Royal Apple
1: with a, a splash of ginger ale.
4: <laughs> hey, what's going on, man? How's it going? Man, chilling. I ain't doing shit. yes what
1: is up man surprise (laughs) motherfucker (laughs) exactly
3: man this is great i'm just checking them up real quick yeah yeah same here you know um i don't know i can't remember I guess you were talking to the two ladies. What was that podcast? The other random oh, random podcast yeah. you were
1: doing? Random Insanity.
3: There you go. Uh when you were talking to them, uh you talked about you uh you pull up. you I guess you found this random button. Yeah. Uh random button app. I think it's hilarious, man. Yes. <laughs> instant,
4: I downloaded it. Instant buttons. Yeah. I think it's funny.
3: I'll be walking around work like,
1: uh, (laughs) oh shit, it started over. (laughs) I had that. I have a problem with that on my other show. I, I, I use this majorly, majorly. I can't even talk. I use it most of the time on on the wrestling podcast. Mm
3: -hmm. That's funny. Uh, yeah. My kids like to walk around and click on these buttons. It's
1: pretty funny. So
3: your your wrestling podcast is the Pipe Bomb, right?
1: Correct. Only yeah. on the NAI network.
3: <laughs> on the NAI network.
1: Yeah. Still.
3: Man, there. man, we'll we'll have to get into wrestling at some point in time. You know, after you get started. Um, we started so no, right now. And what I you about?
1: Both, what's that? I said we started right now. What you talking about? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as he said, "Yeah, that's Isaac." What kind of drink you want? I was recording. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: That's how what's we do, up man. we just jump in i don't do no intros right here all
3: right all right well yeah do you want to say who you are who we are i don't know what we do
1: i'll do that in post we just talking right now
3: all right cool all right. so yeah man so yeah so i was just gonna say that jay and i um i guess our grandfather on our mom's on my mom's, his dad's side, uh, uh, you know, watch wrestling all the time. So anytime I went to visit, I uh, would sit right in front of the big box TV on the floor.
4: With the little TV there. all the time? Dude, my, my mm-hmm. grandfather on my mom's side was the, the biggest wrestler, wrestling fanatic there that was. There that was WWF. Yep. There was WCW. If that wasn't, if he wasn't watching that, he was watching Glow. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: they bring so in more Yeah.
4: Yeah, that's what
1: got your, me into. They
3: bring who was in
4: your favorite low wrestler? Uh oh man, I couldn't tell you. There was one. there was one chick on there that looked like a leather face. <laughs> <laughs> Texas <Chainsaw> <laughs> <Masks>. <laughs> No, serious. She had like a leather mask on her face. I, remember, I can't yeah. remember what her name. I don't remember her name, but yeah. Mount Fiji was mine. B Rob, you ever watch that? Nah, I never. I never
1: got in on that. Um, but I know they're supposed to be bringing it back on Netflix. Really? really? Yes, sir.
3: Wow, man, you got to check that out. You're you're a wrestling fan, so you definitely got to check that out. We would. I remember watching that all the time. I like Mount Fiji. It's like a big Tongan lady, uh, and then I can't remember. There was one that was like a really pretty blonde-haired chick. I can't remember her name, but she was my other favorite. So that's cool.
1: Yeah, you like the big mountain lady. You want to climb the, that the <laughs> summit. I mean, I don't know. It was just funny
3: because nobody could beat her up. You know what I'm saying? She was like the biggest and the baddest. So, you know.
1: Well, shit. Now, um, we'll we'll eventually find our way back to wrestling somehow. But, I mean, how did this hashtag blackout
4: podcast thing start? That's a good question. We still trying to figure that
3: out. Right? I mean, I know it was actually almost it was a little over a year ago, because uh, we're already in April. So yeah, it was a little over a year ago. We I know we were like sort of Skype chatting at work. Uh and um and yeah, man, I think at some point in time either I or, or Jay said something about, hey, you know, it would be cool if we if we did like a podcast. We started some kind of podcast about geek stuff, cultural stuff, music, whatever. And and I think it sort of spawned because we would just sit there and chat the whole time about, you know, what movies that we saw, uh, you know, the Marvel movies that were coming out then and, and uh, mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff like that and music, obviously. So, yeah, man, uh, you know, we did a little bit of rehearsal and uh, got all the equipment we needed to do and, and got together. So, yeah, we actually started Actually, our, our one year anniversary is four twenty, 20 April twenty. Hey, hey, hey. Puff, puff pass, baby. Yeah,
4: man, <laughs> I
1: thought that you sent me a electronic blunt on Twitter just now. <laughs> but then yeah. I looked at it, it was a burrito. was a
3: burrito. <laughs>
1: which I would eat that as well. Yeah.
3: Shout out to Ren,
1: uh shout out to National Burrito Day, which was yesterday as well. Man, do they have a fucking national day for every goddamn day? Every time I look on every, Twitter Everyday. National Pie Day, <laughs> National Pinky Day, National I'm, I'm talking about Pinky Triple X. Uh national <laughs> burrito day what, what today is i know it's national something day let's see
3: yeah man Let me there's look. there is if you go on i think it's called the national day directory or something like that um uh you go on the national day directory uh you could find out what national day it is that day yep let's see and hmm. there is definitely i mean there's definitely I mean, a freaking national day of today
4: party. is National Empanada Day.
3: Oh yeah, baby! What? National
4: Zoo Lovers Day. National what? All Is Ours Day.
1: This is mm. national tragedy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> bullshit.
3: Hey man, yesterday was National Beer Day and also
4: National Burrito Day. So oh. and National Alcohol Screening Day yesterday.
1: Oh, so man, they're trying to they're trying to set you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's National Beer Day. Let's fire all these motherfuckers. <laughs> exactly.
3: That's so funny, man. Um, you know.
1: But what, but where are y'all two originally from? I know one of y'all from H Town, ain't
3: you? Yeah, that's me, Uh Jared. I'm from Houston.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm
4: born and raised. Yep.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah. I'm from uh Opaloosa, Louisiana. Okay. And I remember you mentioned you was from Lake Charles originally, from Lake Charles, right? Yes, sir. The LA yeah, boy. So we got we got a lot of family out in Lake Charles.
1: Yeah. Oh ooh. we might we dude. might be
4: cousins. It's possible. Yeah. never know.
1: You ain't lying. My daddy got eighteen kids. So we might be kids oh, man. <laughs>
4: yeah. I'm sure it's somewhere man.
3: <laughs> wow. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I grew up in Houston. My mom my mom and Jay's dad are, are uh, brother and sister. And uh obviously she moved to H Town when she met my dad and, and whatnot. Uh and yeah, man, we used to travel through Lake Charles all the time. So Lake Charles was our halfway point uh, mm-hmm. to get to where Jay was from in Opelousas, uh, and where where our grandparents live in Washington, Louisiana. If you blink, half a blink, you didn't pass through the town.
1: Shit, that sounded like uh, Elton, Louisiana, where my damn my mom and daddy from.
4: Oh yeah, I heard Elton. Yeah.
1: Shit, you heard of it?
4: <laughs> I heard of it. <laughs> no, what part can't. of Louisiana is that?
1: That's a, d- down there by uh, Kenda. Yep. I know by where the Kenda had too.
4: Dang. Casino Cachada.
1: Yeah, that's Casino Cachada. I, I spent yep. many, many hours in the game room while my parents were gambling.
4: <laughs> mm, I, could, I, I know that. I spent many hours in that game room too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep, yeah. while my parents gambled.
1: I was the master of time crisis. And the goddamn, uh, the little (laughs) basketball hoop game, man. I had that shit down to a science. (laughs) It's not so much how many, it's not so much the technique as how many balls you have in your bin. Because the more balls you have, the more chances you have of making the shot.
3: That's right. You know, that's what, that's the way in playing that game and also in your dating life, you know? Oh, yeah. Normally. (laughs) The bigger balls wins. That's what she said. Nah, I'm just fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that's funny that's funny so yeah so you spent a lot of time in a casino uh casino game room i know jay and i actually had told a story a while back about well we went to we're going to vegas right
4: yeah vegas
3: as kids with my parents
4: oh and I've been there.
3: Uh, <laughs> and yeah they they gave us a ton of quarters and they're like all right go play games so we sat there on the uh on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game and played all the way through to the last level. Then this little white kid showed up and <laughs> he started playing mm-hmm. with us. So we ended up beating the game and we we're all happy that we beat the game and this kid was celebrating like he did something. Yeah. It's like, well, you ain't spend $20 worth of quarters trying to get to this last level. Just,
1: just like the white man just come up on the black man back.
3: Deal <laughs> our thunder, man. Stole our thunder.
1: Man, that, uh, like. Speaking of video games like arcades, our kids t- kids today will never know about arcades,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: um in Lake Charles in the Prion Lake Mall, I forget the name of the little arcade, but they had the arcade up in there, and they had this one little kid in there, his mom would bring him every time to the arcade, and this dude couldn't have been anywhere between six and probably ten, and he had a cowboy hat on like <laughs> like woody cowboy hat. <laughs> Yeah, a little short kid with an afro and a cowboy hat. And he would be in there beating everybody in every game, every fighting game, majority. But he would be killing people on Killer Instinct, Tekken, Mortal Kombat. He, I, I didn't understand it and his damn... Um, his mom would just be in there with a purse and a bag full of quarters just letting him play all day, and he would beat everybody. Sometimes he'd let you win the first round. He's like, all right, now let me show you how to do this move, and he'd show you how to give you a quick tutorial, and then he just wind up beating your ass and doing all the finishing moves and shit.
4: Okay. Was he like Rain Man type special?
1: No. I mean, he was like a little – I mean, he wasn't sitting there like, duh, you got to press that kick button, and shit like, <laughs> He was cognizant. That's what I was imagining.
2: <laughs>
1: nah, he was cognizant. He was a, a bright young man, <laughs> from what I remember, anyway. But he would be in there all the time, kicking everybody's ass. Oh,
3: I'm telling you, man! Like what I'm, what I'm imagining, is like that dude just showing up, and people start clowning him for his hat. You know what I'm saying? And so like the first couple times he probably got clowned and he probably got beat down in those games. So he's like, all right, y'all gonna make fun of my hat. I'm gonna kill y'all in these games.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And so
3: he went and he practiced and he's like, mom, you got to get me all the quarters you could get. You know
4: what I'm saying? All he's the like, quarters. Hey, don't, don't talk bad about my hat. <laughs> Just like that one kid almost killed us for, for clowning on his throat at one time, huh, Jerry? <laughs>
3: yes. We almost got stabbed right, like right next door to Jay's house, man.
4: What?
3: <laughs>
1: Uh, do tell. Do tell. Go for it, Jay.
4: Well, I don't. I don't know how old were we. Maybe what nine, ten, something like that. That's, right. That's about right. Yeah, I'm going next door to play with a friend of mine. You know, a good friend of mine. Uh, and Jared and his family were visiting. We next door. He and of course my friend he has to leave. But then the the neighbor next door to to his house. I guess her grandson comes outside and he has this lopsided, nappy-ass fro, man. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know who started laughing first. It
0: Could've was
4: definitely been, it was me. It was me. I, I, could, I couldn't think. was probably me. you. But anyway, we just start giggling and all of a sudden he comes walking up slow to us and he's like, y'all got a problem? Next thing you know, little pocket knife comes out. <laughs> y'all got a problem? <laughs> Like, uh, no. After that, man, I swear we just jetted back to my house, locked all the doors, warned our parents. It's like somebody's about to kill us. He strode right up on us too with that
3: knife and lowly. Man, that was that was literally the fastest I ran. Like I wish they had a clock on me then, because I probably would have had a good forty when I got to high school.
1: Man, this sounds like but. one one of them old eighties movies or some shit like uh, Stand By Me or like, Goddamn. <laughs>
3: Sometimes it was. they
1: come back. But this
3: is I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, it was like uh stand by me or sometimes they come back.
3: Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man. But but this is the thing though, man, like like at that time in the what eighties I guess you would see. Yeah, that was in the eighties. Late eighties, maybe early nineties maybe. Uh, you know, people didn't have afros like that, you know, like that. So it was it was sort of beyond the afro, you know, everybody was on to like the like the high top fade or Uh, you know, whatever. So I was just like, dang, what's wrong with that kid's hair? And it was nappy. You know what I'm saying? So you, you just drop an Afro on top of nappy or nappy on top of afro. And it was bad. And, and we were at the point at that time too, as kids, where we would look at our parents' yearbooks from college and high Mm -hmm. school and laugh at everybody with the Afro, like the bigger the Afro, the longer and harder we laughed.
4: So that's right.
3: It was great, man. So yeah, that kid—it was like a kid with an afro. <laughs> we just—we couldn't stop it.
1: Yeah, man, kids can't really have afros, man, because I mean they—they they don't have the concept of uh, maintenance and everything. They just want to go roll around in the grass and then mm-hmm. um, take naps and drink juicy juice and shit. <laughs> That's probably where the just, cowboy hat on top.
4: <laughs> yeah,
1: throw a cowboy hat on top. But that <laughs> is. I ain't gonna lie, his afro was kinda nice. It was it was nice and round. I mean his, obviously his mom took care of that. All he did was play the play the coin machine and shit.
3: The wizard <laughs> up in that.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, man. That, the wizard.
3: Yep. Yep. <laughs> Jay
4: introduced me to that movie.
1: Man, With that Jay. shit blew my mind. I was like, whoa, they're playing Mario three. <laughs>
4: exactly. It's <laughs> like dude had the power glove, man, playing Rad. Yeah. Rad Racer. Goddamn, uh,
1: then he found the secret flute and shit. And I don't mm-hmm. understand how he found the secret flute when the game just came out, and nobody knew yep. shit about it. Exactly. Goddamn plot holes.
3: It was hilarious. I mean, it was it was so great, though, because I remember, you know, whenever we would see that, whenever we see that movie was coming on, or Jay knew, you know, it was coming on based on HBO or so- Showtime, whatever was coming on uh, at his house, um, he was like, all right, The wizard about to come on. We got to watch it. So, yeah, we would stop what we were doing just to watch the Wizard and Fred Savage, you know, tearing up them kids. And, yeah, and I – let's see here. I know Jay – I think he was more like the cutting-edge video gamer. So, like, he would get the newer games, and I'd hear about them from him, and eventually, you know, I'd pick him up. So, yeah, he – I think he had – I think he may have had uh, Mario 3 at that time. And so the uh, only yeah. time I played it was at his house. And so he was like, oh, I'm going to do that in the game now, you know? <laughs> shit man
1: I had them it was uh, more so for Nintendo or whatever but now um, my mama had a friend that would steal all the games she would come to the house that's how I got Ninja Turtles that's how I got um, all kind I forget what game specifically it was but I had all kinds of shit she would come over to the house and be like hey take me to Walmart real quick and come back with all the games that was back then when you could do all that shit
3: (laughs) Yeah, see, I thought I thought you were talking about she would take your games. No, she would take them from the store and bring them yeah. over to your house? Yeah,
1: and sell them to my mama to give to me.
3: <laughs> That's great. Got some bootleg games, man. That's great.
1: Uh, yeah, I was like, and then come to find out many, many years later for Nintendo 64, I got in trouble for stealing out a PX a mil- <laughs> on the military base.
3: Mm. Oh, you can't do that, man. Yeah. today. they... Uh, did they waterboard you or something like that?
1: Nah, we had a dude in there that we called The Rock or whatever because you would make jokes just like The Rock. He was like, Yep. Yeah, and you're damn Skippy, you're going to get in trouble. And I ain't talking about the peanut butter. You would say shit like that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what is that? That's funny, man.
1: Yeah, so I, f- I even forget the game that I was trying to jack. It was probably like Smash Brothers or some shit like that. <laughs> so I went in there. Thought I was a ninja or whatever, because w- what happened was it was a group of us that went over there because um, Lake Charles to Fort Polk is like a little about an hour or less. Okay, right. I was the only one in the group that was driving. So I sure. drove us all out there. I was like, hey, man, we should, we should go to the PX. I got an ID. We can all get in there. It's tax free and shit, you know. So we all went out there. And they, um, this was the age to where they didn't have all the cool security bar thingy things and all the other cool mm-hmm. shit. So what made me try to do it was one of my other friends got away with it. And then uh, another guy went back in there, and he got away with it. I was like, well, God damn it. I'm going to get away with it, too. So I tried to be <laughs> slick. Took the game. and went back there in the clothing section. And um, hid behind one of them little turnstiles. <laughs> and act like I dropped something, put the game on my, um, my my freaking waistband, and I walked out. Everybody was gone. Everybody was at the car waiting on me. I didn't have, But I had the keys.
2: <laughs>
1: so everybody gone, they already in the, by the car and everything just waiting on me, and I'm walking out the door. I'm in the parking lot. I'm halfway across the little street from the building to the parking lot. I'm about to get to the car, and the lady was like, excuse me, sir, excuse me, can I talk to you? And I was like, shit, man. <laughs> And I was gonna run, but I had the keys, and they wouldn't have known nothing. And there was no way I could communicate to them, so I was just like, "Fuck." And then now they, um, they took me in the little room.
4: Oh no! And
1: it was like, uh, "Yeah, that's you." They showed me the footage where they caught me, and I was like, "Yeah, that's you right there." Oh, see, there you go. You picking up the game, off the floor. <laughs> I was like, oh. did you try to
3: deny it
1: or what? No, I didn't say I, they didn't give me a chance to. They just sat me down. and was like, here you go right here. And but they was trying to get me to snitch on everybody else. So they was like, all right, we know you didn't come here alone or Where, where's, where's this guy, this guy and this guy. And I didn't know what to do because I mean, I had the keys to the car mm-hmm. and they was out there waiting on me <laughs> and we are <laughs> an hour away from the house. Yeah. So I was just like, they all came with me, but I mean. They outside waiting on me you know so i mean i was just like that i was just like yeah he stole this and he stole that it wasn't nothing like that I was like i mean they all rode with me they're waiting on me right now so they had to go man. get everybody else and then they found the shit man. on them
3: Dang <laughs> oh, man
1: they so, didn't
3: even like put it in the like put it under the car i don't know that's crazy i don't know
1: it, yeah because i mean they not... didn't know they didn't see when they snatched me up so oh, i
0: got
1: you i got you i was just like man and then we sitting there in the holding cell Getting a comic relief by the rock and shit. (laughs) Then all our dads had to drive all the way out there to come pick us up, and then nothing even happened. Like they had us come back for a court date, like a damn near a year later, (laughs) and Mm -hmm. then we showed up and they lost all our files. And it was like, "Uh, yeah, y'all don't do (laughs) that. That's convenient. Yeah, they was like, y'all don't do that shit no more. It was like, okay.
3: (laughs) Wow. So. Were you were you in the military at that time or no? No,
1: I was a kid. I was like 16, so 17 years old. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> Man, you lucked out then. You know, being in Louisiana... Look, I can't even talk. Being in Louisiana, uh, you know, a young black male stealing something. And they yeah. lost your file. You made it, buddy. Yeah. That made was a break. It. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> and another time I got in trouble, I got banned for life from my favorite place, which was Walmart. <laughs>
4: Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Uh,
1: Obviously, that band yeah. didn't last. <laughs> Cause now nah, I went in there with a group of friends again. It was a different. It was a different group. I had many friends, and uh, they was in there stealing, unbeknownst to me. But I'm the driver, so they get caught. And it was like, did you know they were stealing? I was like, no. I said, how the hell I was supposed to know? I wasn't even around them when they was doing that shit, which I knew they were stealing, but I pled the fifth. Fifth? <laughs> and um, <laughs> they was like, all right, y'all can't never come back here ever again. And then since they didn't do no paperwork or call parents, I didn't say shit to my mom and them. So what happened the next day? Hey, come ride with me to Walmart. Fuck. <laughs>
4: That sounds familiar. So, you know,
1: I'm sitting there <laughs> ducking in my head and shit, trying not to make eye contact with nobody. <laughs> uh, child. So
0: they're like, oh,
1: oh, we know you. We know you. I was like, you don't know me.
3: up. <laughs> <laughs> so what did your, I mean, did they actually, did they, they say something to you and then your mom caught wind of it? Did she nah, get that I mean,
1: nothing, like I said, it is just like, I guess it was, like to try to scare me or whatever or not to come back or not to steal mm-hmm. again. But they, nothing never happened. It was the same thing with the PX. They was like, Never come here again and I still went back.
3: They're like, I'm coming to the military. Nah.
1: How <laughs> what you gonna do about that?
3: <laughs> right? Uh so Jay got Jay got banned from somewhere. Where did you get Yeah, banned? I got
4: banned from the mall, man, and then of course the very next day my mom asked me to go to the mall with her. <laughs> you know, just like you <laughs> so, yeah, but it was over some 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 dumb stuff, just hanging out with some friends and, you know, they kind of instigating it and I'm getting into it with the, the cop that was there. So, you know, one thing led to another. I got banned. Top they said he was going to arrest me next time I come up. So top, didn't happen.
1: Top flight security of the world, Craig. <laughs>
4: yeah. yep.
3: Right. Those paper police, that's what I used to call them. They didn't have a gun. They just had a notepad.
1: You know I'm gonna I write your name much. down so fast,
3: <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> What's your name again? All right, I'm gonna remember that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, do, you got you got a sketch pad. You drawing like um the, the freaking courtroom artists and shit. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> some Js on. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, jump man sixes.
3: Looking <laughs> like some stick figure sixes. You yeah. know.
1: Stick figures with Nike checks on their feet.
3: Uh, that old school flight shirt. You remember that old school flight shirt with the Jumpman on it?
1: Yeah, yeah! Like that
3: upside down triangle. Yeah. But see, I got mine from like the flea market, from like the little Mexican people at the flea market. So they, uh, you know, so it was like a bootleg one. So it would say flight, but like something would be wrong with Jordan's head. You know what I'm saying? Like his head would be like misshaped or like one of his shoes wouldn't be on him; like he'd just have a nub down there.
1: Oh, he'd be doing a different kind of dunk.
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're exactly. doing a reverse. <laughs>
1: exactly. Man, I, um, like before, like I joined the military and everything, I used to come to H Town quite a bit with my mom because when I was younger, she owned a where fle- well, she owned a flea market. Or wind up taking over a flea market over here. So she would go over to H Town to the little swap meets and shit and buy pictures and all kinds of stuff so she could bring it back and sell it at the flea market. And um, that's funny. I remember we that's the that's the only real memories that I would have of coming to Houston when I was younger. And um it was an other than that, it was motherfucking Astro World. I've been to Astro World oh, like 30, 11 man. times. <laughs> You, man, man I didn't even know bad. it was gone. I didn't. You didn't know it was gone. I didn't know it was gone. I, Cause like, I mean, I've been in the military for however long, okay. and I, I've never been keeping tabs and shit. I was like, man, I'm gonna get out. We are gonna move to H time. I said, I get to take the kids to Astro World. Like when I was young, they was like, man, Astro World gone, <laughs> dog. I was like, what?
4: Yeah, what you mean it's, it's gone? Been gone? For a minute. <laughs> <the> Astro World, Water World. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I never
3: been to yeah, Water World. <laughs> Yeah, Waterworld Waterworld was great too. I mean, it was, you know, it was like any water park pretty much, uh, but bigger. Uh but yeah, man, Astral World was the bomb. I mean, Greece Lightning, uh, loop and starship. Ah, uh, so many, so many great memories. Um I had a co-worker and I were talking about Ashworld a couple weeks ago, talking about all the fun stuff they had there. But yeah, man, they, they took it out because uh, they wanted to make that land into commercial land and it's just sitting there. But next door to it, they have a Sam's yeah so like what
1: sam's land they should make an amusement park out of it sam's land yeah yeah you can ride a dang on shopping cart through the um, back of <laughs> sam's and
3: <laughs> yeah what is it i saw um i saw somewhere online maybe it was like a year ago or so in north northwest or northeast houston like around humble uh they're supposed to be building like a frontier land type amusement park. Did you hear about that?
1: Nah, I ain't hear about that.
3: I mean, it's basically going to be like Astroworld, but a whole bunch of like cowboys and Indians.
1: Oh, uh, well, that's why like it's up <laughs> That's why it's up there in Humble, then.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right, you're right. You're right about that. Shit, yeah. yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I heard about that, so I was like, "Oh, that's cool for the people in Houston." Uh, but, obviously, I don't live that close to Houston anymore, so well, I can't just roll through.
1: They're making an the indoor uh, go-kart place, like, not too far from my house, man. Shit. Oh. I'm about to go like that. Every freak. day. Every, every day. Be like, uh, I got to go to Walmart real quick, be in the go-kart place. <laughs> <laughs>
3: man, that's so funny. What what part of town do you live on?
1: Live uh, in uh, Freaking uh, Northwest, over there in spring.
3: Okay, yeah. Uh, my I have a family out in Jersey Village. Uh, you know, just up from you a piece. I, um, but you're in Spring. So let's see here. Uh, we used to drive through Spring, like I don't know, through a uh, through Spring on 45, coming back to visit my parents' there. Uh-huh. My parents lived on the southeast side, like almost to NASA.
1: Oh yeah, so, hell yeah. That's that's a way. That's a piece. My brother, yeah, my brother, live in Sugarland. Oh yeah, hmm. sugar, sugar. Yeah. yeah, man. But oh, that's
3: that's no, I, that's cool. I, I I have a question for you because you know, obviously, we see you got you always walking through Walmart. Yes, sir. Every single day. Damn near. Did you did you do did you start like a I'm gonna go to Walmart every day challenge for yourself or something? I
1: don't know what happened, man. I used to always go to Walmart. Just like mm-hmm. um, I just love Walmart. I I I don't know how else to explain it. I've been going to Walmart since Walmart was a twelve-hour store when it (laughs) opened up in the morning and closed at night. Um, But I think when it it most recently started happening, when um, I knew I was going to retire and I was getting out, so I mean I had a lot of downtime from work. I didn't have shit to do, so I would go to Walmart and just because it was Walmart, especially in. fucking Fort Linwood, Missouri where it's like, um, it's much like your Elton or goddamn Washington (laughs) and all they got there Mm -hmm. is a freaking Walmart so that's the only thing I really had to do and then now, whenever I would go to Lake Charles, they got like three Walmarts there so I would Walmart hop to every one of them (laughs) and then when um, eventually we moved over to Houston the first couple months or whatever I didn't have shit to do though I didn't have nothing to do. So I went to like every Walmart around here in the area of Sugar Land, just about. And then we moved over here on the north side. Well, when I was looking for houses up on the north side and everywhere else around Houston, that's when I Mm -hmm. really figured out how big Houston was, other than me being young, just going straight to Astroworld and Mm -hmm. to a flea market or some shit like that, only knowing two places. But God damn. (laughs) Yeah. You start on the north side and go down to the south side. That's damn near an hour there. More with traffic.
3: <laughs> yeah, you're right about that, man. And you still in music, right. in
1: which I don't understand. <laughs> 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 I never went an hour in one direction and still been in the same place.
3: <laughs> <You're> right. is <laughs> big, man. It's, it's insane. Yeah. I, I mean, I know that you know, whenever we would travel, whenever we travel back home to visit my family, or we'd be going back to the DFW area when I lived up there, yeah, it was always that thing. Like, because as soon as you, as soon as you hit like Spring Area and Conroe, you know, really, really right there on the north side of Houston, yeah. and you could see the skyline, you're like, all right, we'd have
1: made it to Houston. And then I an hour still later. got
3: about five minutes or an hour to get to my family house, <laughs>
1: Hell, hell <laughs> yeah! It's like when I go to my VA appointments. Shit, I hop on 45 at like nine. I mean, just using round numbers, at nine for appointment at damn eleven, and I leave at nine, <laughs> and I don't get there to like 10:45. I'm like, shit,
3: <laughs> yeah, man, that's insane. That's it is what it is, though, man. It's a great city, though. I mean, it's a, oh, yeah. it's a great city, you know.
1: And the, I mean, and they're aware that is a cluster fucking is huge or whatever. So they just got everything like, put into quadrants, so, like, if I leave Spring and go, like, to Combrose or something like that, they got their own Walmart and their own mall and their own Ross and Marshalls and all that stuff in their section. Then I go to another little area and then they got their own Walmart and Rosses and Marshalls and all that shit in their own little section. And that's kind of, to go back to your question, that's kind of how the Walmart thing kind of spread out from what it is, what it was then to what it is now, because, like, I didn't have shit to do. And then I was bouncing all around north side east side west side south side north side trying to find us a house to live in because we were staying with my brother at the time and every time i would go somewhere to go look at a different house or something i was like oh there's a walmart i guess i'll stop in here
3: <laughs> that's Cause, crazy because
4: like that's so funny but yeah it's
3: true man you're right you find walmart everywhere yeah, cause,
4: everywhere
1: because like if you go back to the beginning of uh just about the beginning of this year or whatever or what July August time frame? You can see all the different uh, freaking geo tags on my Instagram post. It's like <laughs> over here in Sugarland. Now I'm over here on the North Side. Now I'm over here. Yeah, on I remember north side. seeing it.
3: Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember seeing that. I was like, this dude must hit every Walmart in H Town.
1: Man, they got one that I'll never go back to again.
3: <laughs> what happened there?
1: No, man. It was just like. Just about every Walmart I've been to Been in a a good area so, so to speak From what, you know, good to me anyway But this is the only one that I got off on the exit And I was just like, nope uh, I need to <laughs> Where's the next exit? <laughs> I need to get back on the freeway Because, <laughs> I mean, as soon as I dropped off the exit um, I mean, we, the homeless problem Is a big thing here in H-Town But, you know, if If you live, if you stay in your section, like if I stay over here in spring, I'm usually seeing the same six or seven of them in different locations. But it looked like they was having a convention when I went to this Walmart because I got off the exit and it was at each intersection. I mean, each light. I mean, four corner intersection. They had like three or four people on each corner. Got signs up buckets, just chilling, sleeping bags trash can on their head for whatever reason <laughs> What? then they had some uh, that's H-Town man
3: for sure that's that's
1: yeah funny. man they, they got a dude walking around here when it was uh, hot in the summer he had a full camouflage fatigue outfit on you know up top but he had pajama bottoms on the bottom with some slippers and he would walk around with a teddy bear up and down um, 1960 <laughs> <laughs> a teddy bear? a teddy bear is that about? I don't know. H-Town,
4: though. <laughs> God damn.
1: <laughs> but anyway, back to this Walmart. It was just like they had all kinds of um, uh, promiscuous women's and everything scantily clad to a, a certain degree. <laughs> and um, you can tell they was uh, looking for receipts. Uh, <laughs> and then when I actually weave through all that traffic of humanity and get to the Walmart. These motherfuckers was walking through the parking lot in Walmart, waiting for people to get out the car to ask for shit. <laughs> I was like, dog. wow!" I said, "Can I?" The car wasn't even in park, and it's like, "Hey, man, you got dollars?" On. I was like, "Man, well, get the f- can I get out the car?"
3: <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. I've been. I I do remember those guys. Like they will seek you out. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. If you pull up. I mean, they're already in the middle of the parking lot because they didn't already hit up about 10 or 12 other people yeah. before they got you. But they see your car rolling around as soon as you find that spot. They're stepping, trying to get to your car. Then it's like like you said, man, before you even get out the car, you see them rolling up to your car. You like, Oh, come on, man. Come on. I
1: was like, you know? damn. I mean, I was like, regardless of your status or whatever, I mean, you know, this is 2017. Most people don't care around paper money. I mean, can, right. can I at least go into Walmart and do some cash back or something? Maybe,
3: right. <laughs> hey, but but the look on their face, man, the look on their face when you say, "I just have my card," yeah, you know, and honestly, you know, most of the time I just have my card, you know, so I'm like, man, I, I just got my card, and the look on their face is one of like hatred and disdain.
1: That's like, "How dare you just
3: have your card?"
1: I like, "Bitch, I didn't make you homeless." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, me, and me and my wife have this discussion all the time. You know, I mean, you know, I don't know the people's circumstances and I ain't going to be sitting there because I've never been in their situation or issues and be like, oh, why don't you just go get a job or whatever? But yeah. why don't you just go get a job or whatever? Think, hear me out. I'm what do they do man. most of the time? They sit there on the corner and they hold a sign. I know plenty of places, tax preparation, apartments, uh oil chain Don
3: stations. Leo's Mex- mexican restaurant on They're, the corner. Yeah.
1: they'll let you stand outside of their establishment and twirl a goddamn sign for a living why don't you do that shit? Mm-hmm. you're doing it for free
3: <laughs> exactly exactly but you know i i uh and and let me tell you something In dallas um when i lived there uh shout out to kim dawson agency i i did a lot of I, i'm a still i'm still represented by them doing voiceover work right so uh a lot of times i go over there and do an audition and then leaving there, the same direction I had to go home, uh, back to where Jay and I lived uh, in Fort Worth, I always had to pass by this one homeless dude who sat in a wheelchair. And like he was like a paraplegic.
4: He was an amputee. Oh, so. Wait, um, wait. Was this a black guy? Yeah. I know who you're talking about because I was is just about to is? mention him. I don't know, but I ran across the same area. I ran across oh. this dude. He had some leopard speedos on, no shirt, <laughs> a wheelchair, and no leg. <laughs>
3: that's probably
4: and him. him and another homeless man were arguing over the dollar that I gave him.
3: Oh. Yeah, you know, so they probably probably split that, and homeboy wanted to hold on to that dollar. But, yeah, man, every time I saw that same dude, right? And, yeah, it was most likely the same guy because I always saw him at the same spot. Yeah. Regardless of the day of the week, he was always there, right? Uh, And it was funny because he always had a stack of Dallas Morning Newspapers, too. So he was like selling papers, but then also homeless at the same time. (laughs) I was like, you got a job, man? You homeless? (laughs) All right, whatever, dog. So yeah, so after a while, I was like, man, I'm just too broke to be giving this dude a dollar, you know, every couple of times I see him. So I started stacking like granola bars and bags of chips in my glove box. So if I see him, I throw him a bag of chips. And let me tell you what, man. Throw it to him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? I would just like throw it at him and you, hope he caught it. You know, what it bastard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Take these chips, Mitch. you know. What I'm no, it was like uh, I would, I would, uh, you know, I would, I would give, I'll give him a bag of chips. But like the look on his face when I gave him a bag of chips, he was actually. It seemed like he was sincerely thankful for his bag of chips. But what was funny was. When he got that bag of chips, he would tuck them away in his bag, which his bag was full of more bags of chips. And I was like, "You just stacking
1: all the chips." He's stacking chips, baby.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like all the chips that I've been giving you, because all those bags look familiar, you know. So I don't know what it was, but it's just crazy, man. And and I know that those people, a lot of people, you know, get into those situations for a lot of different reasons so you know like you said i I haven't been in their situation i don't know how they got there but i do know that like you said there's sign twirlers and there's plenty of uh you know plenty of potential to to find at least some 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 real quick kind of job yeah um you know but then again you get to the situation where you like roll up to home depot on like a saturday morning and see a whole bunch of dudes just waiting and then they get picked up by a truck and they're gone yeah (laughs) You know, like, I, I don't know. I don't know where those dudes come from, but they always show up. I they always leave. And then they come back at the end of the day.
1: I I I finally seen that in person with my own eyes. I was just like, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know how to. <laughs> it was just like, um, where was I? I was driving over there. I was going to Fry's Electronics and they had like a, um, a Home Depot by there. And they was just like chilling in the parking lot, up under a tree and shit. And I was just like, damn, what are they doing? All they, wait- I didn't see no bus signs or nothing. And see- damn right, dude, pull up in the F one fifty. They all jump in the back and they rolled <laughs> off. I was like, oh, that- oh, that's like on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
3: you saw it in true life, man. It's for real. It's for real. But still,
1: still that that same Walmart. I I, I navigate through the parking lot. And then I get to the front of the Walmart and they got baskets turned over in front of the Walmart, dude just chilling on the basket like it's a couch or something. <laughs> <laughs> then, they had a, then they had another dude by the entrance getting dressed, like putting new clothes on. Wow. And I mean, the, the video, like not all that stuff that I'm talking about, but like I got a video inside that Walmart and they had like sections of the Walmart that was missing like where you would walk in and this uh-huh. is where with all the um, the kids clothes or the jury section or something it was like big blank spots like the shit wasn't there <laughs> it was like somebody reposed <laughs> their shit
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: they <it> repose Walmart
1: <laughs> and then um, yeah. I walked out then they had a dude in church clothes with a Rambo style bandolier of uh, fragrance samples on his uh, shirt <laughs> Like you about to on shoot up Walmart with a fragrance gun or something? With
3: cool his, uh, water for you, and high karate for you.
1: <laughs> and then he uh, had his fake Louis bag, so I, I call that the, what a Tommy bag. It wasn't Louie. it was a Marcus, a Marcus bag. <laughs>
4: That's hilarious, oh, man.
1: And then they had a lot of skeezers walking around there with big bellies and small shorts.
4: Oh yeah, <laughs> oh of course.
3: So if if I'm right, is that by Aldine High School, right? It's a uh, because you said it's by Fries, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. Oh yeah, that's right, man. All that stuff can go down over there. <laughs> they got a
1: whole bunch of stuff going on in that area. I don't even know.
3: It don't even make sense did you know behind that Walmart there's like a lake
1: and you You know know what I would not be behind that Walmart (laughs)
3: because
1: all those unsavory characters we were just talking about they probably go have like pool party back there or some shit (laughs) washing their trousers and everything
3: (laughs) you might find a couple
1: of them just floating back there
3: oh man that's probably true that's probably true oh my god that's funny man that's That's so crazy. Yeah. I always want to know because I was like, man, this dude go to Walmart every day. He loves Walmart more than I do. Let me tell you, man, my wife, my wife for a long time, you know, like, you know, I I would just be coming home from work because I worked at night uh, uh, or even now when I'm coming home from work, you know, I will need to stop at Walmart for something because when I go shopping, I forget, I forget some of the stuff, even if I have a list, right? Same, same. Right? Exactly. so I had to go to Walmart for something. And so, yeah, my wife, like, she starts to hate when I have to stop, you know, for stuff. She's like, just don't tell me you're going to stop. And I'm like, but I need to stop. <laughs> and even my kids now, my kids, my, my daughter was like, Dad, why do you like to go to Walmart so much? I'm like, I don't know. It's not that I like it, but I really
4: like it. <laughs> Dude, you used to sleep in the parking lot the 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 night before they put the, the Easter candy on sale. Man. Hey.
3: <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, I was going to be the first one to get them Cadbury bunny eggs.
0: You know what I'm saying?
3: I didn't care about anybody else. I would elbow you for some Cadbury bunny eggs Man. the day after Easter.
1: You you remember them commercials? Like, I, the one commercial that I remember is when they had the Cadbury bunny auditions, and they had all the different oh, yeah. animals <laughs> trying to be the bunny. The damn line was like, Balk, bark, bark, <laughs> bark. <laughs> yes
3: <laughs> i remember that that's funny man yeah yeah that, that little that little uh the bunny was funny because like there was a time where i actually questioned if bunnies made those sounds i was like the bunnies sound like chickens because you know on the on the commercial they'd be like and so i actually thought that bunnies made sounds and they they sounded like chickens but I figured it out at one point in
1: time. That, that wasn't true. Yeah, they, and
3: they but don't they, lay eggs either. No, they don't. <laughs> but if they do, I bet they're nice and chocolatey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they let out a lot of little chocolate
4: eggs. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, oh,
3: that,
1: that, that baker's chocolate right there they be putting out.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's great, man. That's great. Uh, I know that... Oh, I know that let's see here, I know you had your year what probably like about two months ago, right yeah yeah how did you how did you come up with the idea to start your podcast? Uh,
1: bullshitting,
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah cause, um, my wife is the writer in the house she she writes she got a book out That's right. and That's um right. i got you listen to the show, I got all kind of stupid ideas. And that's what she calls them, especially if you listen to the birthday edition that we just put out.
3: <laughs> huh? Yeah, I heard that.
1: And, uh, I would go to her with those stupid ideas. <laughs> <And be> like, <laughs> that's funny. I was like, hey, man, you should write about this. Uh, you should write about this. And um, and she would be like, no, 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 no. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to write my own book. She's like, well, what the hell are you going to write about? I was like, all the fucked up stories that we talk about in the military. Because, I mean, military is something else from the civilian world. I mean, it's, it's shit that we say and do that we could not get away with in a regular job and shit. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I've, I've never seen anybody just walk up to another human being and hump their leg like a dog and <laughs> not get reprimanded for that. Or damn, play the... Um, open chess game at work or nuts uh, and not get in trouble for it or the salty language or the heinous uh, hygiene incidents that we have and not get fired for it. (laughs) 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 But so I was going to write about those stories because I mean, I had a, a, a incident when I was in Iraq when we first invaded in 2003 to where I got poo on my hands and I wanted to put that in the storybook and then had just a whole bunch of, a collective of stories from different service members or whatever, all funny shit, you know, just, and then I slipped on a banana peel and put it in her butt, you know, just (laughs) stupid shit like that.
4: Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, well you gotta put that (laughs) out.
1: So what I started doing is like I got a recorder and everything and I was just like, man, I can't, I don't have the brain power for this shit. I can't, I don't type fast. I don't like writing either. So I was like, man, I'll just record these shits and maybe, you know, I can transcribe them later and um, make it into a book. And then like the first couple of episodes or whatever, or the, well, the first couple of recordings, it was just us sitting around the microphone just bullshitting. And that's like um, episode one, two, three, four, probably up until five. And um, I was just All like, right. I could just keep doing this. And then sometime during that time frame, I was just like, I fell out of love with the military and they offered me early retirement. So I wasn't going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I snatched that shit. And, um, what I found out when I got toward the end or when I got out is just like, you know, I'm not in anymore and <laughs> I don't have the concept of time. Like I used to when I was in, cause I mean, we really don't have that much time in the time that we do have, we either sleeping. Uh, Spending time with loved ones, trying to get some from loved ones and, you know, are working. So I kind of lost touch with all those guys. Mm -hmm. So that's when I just started reaching out to random people. Nice. And here we are over a year later talking bullshit with the hashtag blackout podcast.
3: That's right. right, man. That's right. Tap your love box on that, people. Now, uh, where did I, that come uh, from? You listen to the show. You know what that's about. I know what
1: that's uh, about. No, but what did it, how did sorry. it start?
4: <laughs> how did it start? I'm trying to think. Who were we even talking about that the time we started that?
0: Well, this is what I, I heard. I heard
3: some other podcast say. Tap say
4: the heart. Hit, uh, hit yeah, the heart. hit
3: the heart. There you go. I heard some other podcast say hit the heart. Because, man, okay, so when we first moved here to Utah, Mormon land, we, well, I'm not Mormon, by the way, so I'm going to just go ahead and yeah, answer so that question. Um, uh, we first moved here, I had to drive like 50 miles to work one way, right? Uh, 55 miles one way, so what, 110 there. miles round trip. And here, that's about a 50-minute drive for me. Um, you know, So it's not bad as far as driving but or an hour drive, I guess, you know, it's not that far as driving, but it's still a long drive. So uh, you know, I'll listen to a bunch of podcasts. The so one I heard they always say like hit the hearts, hit the hearts. So I was like I was like, man, we need to get people to be able to like hit to like, you know, hit the like button on our SoundCloud posts when we do our show. So I was like, we need to come up with something, you know, that'll maybe like get people to wanna do that. <laughs> So yeah that's that's where it came from so yeah I, I was like alright I don't want to say the same exact thing that these other suckers say you know yeah. <laughs> so we gotta come up with something else but yeah man we we started doing it and then you know when when uh when we started talking about you know people tapping their love box like we would say something like you know if you learn how to turn a hoe into a housewife
4: tap your, tap your, love, your love
3: box, box. <laughs> and then Jay had a little little thing that he would do right behind you he'd be like tap it <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, like the first time, the first time we had it on the show, Jay, you know, Jay does. Let me just tell you something. Jay is a master at at uh, editing and you know finalizing the show. Uh, he does most of them. Like most of the dopest shows that you've heard that we have, it's because he did it. I've done some of them, but you can hear the difference when you hear his shows. And my shows, I'm not gonna tell you which ones. To to. <laughs> <laughs> but all that being said, uh, yeah, he's pretty freaking amazing when he does that. So, so the first show that it was on, I was just listening back, uh, you know, after we had uploaded it, and we got to that segment, and it was that uh, George Michael. Yeah. What's the name of that song?
1: Careless Whisper. Careless.
3: Yeah. Careless Whisper, and I was just like, Yeah!
0: That's what I wanted to hear.
3: You know, I don't know what it was. He just turned it into magic and turned it into life. So, yeah, man. You know, if you if you ever been, uh, you know, caught up by a skeezer in Walmart. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and you, now she your baby mama. Tap your love box. Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> mm, tap
1: it mm. with two hands.
3: Double tap it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, man. That's it. Just came up out of sheer randomness.
1: Random. Damn. I don't know, I just yes. say motherfucker a lot <laughs> Say what now? I just say motherfucker a lot You tell about
4: that voicemail we got Yeah, yeah.
1: I can't help you it, man It's just like I don't When I don't know what to say, I wind up cussing So, there it is <laughs> It's not oh, like I, I. It's not like I rehearse any of that shit. I was like, "Hmm, I'm gonna call the blackout, uh, the hashtag blackout podcast, and I'm gonna leave them an extensive voicemail message." No, I don't do that. I just, <laughs> I heard I was listening to the podcast in the car on the way to Walmart, and <laughs> no. y'all shouted out the number. I was like, "I'm gonna call the number," and that's what I did.
3: <laughs> right, that's funny, man. Shit, I
1: left a voicemail on the um, just in time podcast too. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I saw, I, I have to listen whenever they put that out. Uh, those guys are <laughs> insane. Um, I was going to say, uh, I was going to say it, it's funny because obviously the first one, the first one that you had left was you were in the middle of the store, uh, you know, trying to find your son, uh, an inner tube, which that story <laughs> is hilarious. Uh, I remember you said something. Yeah. Your son had, uh, you know, your son had, had, pop the air in his inner tube, something like yeah, that. He, uh, he messed
1: he broke, up he broke trying the to air his bike. Off. He broke the valve stem off. Yeah. 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 So and he didn't say funny. shit. <laughs> and he took his sister <laughs> bike to school.
3: Yeah, I'll tell you what. There's so many times, I mean, I have a I have a nine-year-old son and a seven-year-old daughter. Jay's kids are what, almost seven?
4: Uh, right? Yeah, seven next week. And then I got a yeah. four-year-old.
3: And I'll, I can't tell you how many times I know when they played together, when we lived, you know, close by, and even now with my kids, how many times I just find random stuff just sitting around, just hidden in cracks somewhere, and it's one of their one of their things. I'm like, but what happened? What? How did this get broken? And you come <laughs> up to them, and they're like, uh, I was gonna tell you, but oh
4: man,
1: People have happened? To... You,
4: you got to tell the poop story.
1: Oh,
3: I like it.
4: you got. You gotta tell Jackson's poop story.
1: I I I love a good poop story.
4: Are you
3: are you talking about the one where we walked where we walked into his room and it what, was there, Yes.
1: What, is there's more than one?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, he is a boy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, this is true. I mean, so so yeah, so my son, uh, Jackson, he's been on a couple episodes of our show just randomly. He uh let's see here. He was maybe one, maybe two years old at the most, I think. Maybe yeah, he was close to two. And, you know, just hanging out. He was, you know, he was uh I thought he was taking a nap in his room.
1: He was taking a so, shit.
3: <laughs> but I heard a lot of yeah, exactly right. I heard a lot of commotion up in there and uh and I was like, What what is he doing in there? I thought he was supposed to be sleeping. So I opened the door this dude is sitting in the middle of the room on the floor, hands just brown. <laughs> no underwear on. And I was like, what, what happened? And like he really could he really, really could not explain it to me. He was like, I pooed. <laughs> like, okay. So I looked behind him. We had his white uh this white um uh you know, chair, like sofa chair in his room. The chair had like we call them, like uh, uh what do you call them, like skin marks all over it.
1: He was scooting his ass <laughs> like a dog.
3: The wall, and I mean this was it. This was in cracks of the chair that like I didn't even think that he knew where they were. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the wall behind the chair well, had, had little a, clumps.
1: He had an of ass hairs.
3: <laughs> and then, and then like uh. You know, he had one of those like Ethernet plugs in his room. Oh no! The Ethernet plug was, full, it was like poop was like falling out of the Ethernet plug. It's like he was like, uh oh, maybe I should have done this. So he tried to squeeze it through the Ethernet
1: plug. Yeah, he just uh, he he, he tried to do like a um, when you ever you 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 paste up a hole in the wall or whatever. Yeah,
3: pretty much <laughs> just even it out. That hole. <laughs> He was like, "Oh, this hole shouldn't be here. I need to spackle it." So, yeah, so he spackled it with with all of his poop, and um, yeah, man, yeah, we found his we found his his dirty diaper just sitting there, and it didn't have anything in it; it was clean. <laughs> I was like, "Don't you know what that diaper's for?" You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, it was bad. Let me tell you what I told my wife: I was like, "You got to clean that girl."
1: Mm. <laughs> she walked in the
3: room and she was like it was like we're like it was like we're almost mad but then we couldn't stop laughing you know what I'm saying
1: (laughs) you gotta laugh and keep from crying (laughs) exactly yeah and
3: and we asked him about that probably like a year ago we were like do you remember when you pooped in your room all over the place you know you did that when you are it's like oh I remember and he had a good old time retelling it to us and I was like oh yeah I bet you do (laughs) you know he's like I just didn't know what to do with it so I just put it everywhere (laughs)
1: Well, I tried to put it down but it just every time I put it down it would just like it would it would leave a mark. And I tried to <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know, man. It was even on the window in his room. Like there was a little like light brown stain on the Ooh. window. Like maybe he tried to throw it out the window or something. Yeah, don't so know.
1: So it was um from the window to the wall? <laughs> <laughs> All the poop came out of his drawers.
3: Keep, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Or plop, 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 whatever. Man, that's hilarious. But yeah, it's true. That, that actually happened. Well, it's crazy.
1: Um, For a while, um, when my kids were younger, the older two anyway, I was a single parent, and they were staying with me while I was in the military. So the routine would be, wake up 4.30 in the morning. The daycare opened up at 5, so I had to have them there by 5. Then I go work all goddamn day. Then I pick them up after work and then, you know, bathe them, feed them. You know, we watch a little TV together. Then it was nighttime, go to sleep, do the same thing over again tomorrow. So I remember one night I got them from daycare. We ate and everything. And um, I was so fucking tired. I was still in my damn uniform. We were just sitting on the couch uh, watching TV. And um, I dozed off. Because, I mean, my oldest one, she was on the other couch laying out by herself. She fell asleep. Little man was in my arms, and we just dozed off on the couch. So I woke up. Like, you know, I jump up out of my sleep and shit, and he was gone. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) And he just come walking up to me without his diaper on. He had poo on his hands. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And then I look over at my daughter. He had a perfectly placed poo sitting on her head. While she was
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, she. It was like you know how you see those um, those uh pictures on the internet where people fall asleep and they draw all kind of stuff on them. It was kind of like that. He just like he scooped the poop up with two hands and just laid it perfectly on her head.
4: Oh my god! It was still intact. Man.
1: It was still intact. No runoff or nothing. <laughs>
3: Oh great! He was like, "This is exactly where this is supposed to go."
1: <laughs> so man, I had to wake up and wash her hair and shit.
3: <laughs> what was her reaction when she woke up? Well,
1: she was like half asleep. I mean, cause I, I, I mean, it was he, it was in perfect form. I give him that. And I, all I had to do was just scoop it off. She had like little strands of poo in her hair. <laughs> so, so I just had to wake up. I was like, "Come on, baby, you have to take another bath." She's like, "Okay." <laughs>
3: Oh, that's funny. She had no clue. <laughs> uh, so Sweet. have you have you told them that story now that they're a little older?
1: I, I told them a, a couple of years back, but I doubt if they remember it. I just like because she pick on him a lot, and I was like, yeah, I mean, just he shit on your head. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you ain't never did that to him yet. <laughs> That's funny, man. That's great. Just, uh, that's just nice, hilarious. nice,
1: warm one. Just plowed. it is. <laughs> Golly, that's,
3: that's insane. <laughs> that's insane. Um, i gonna say, okay, yeah. So, <clears throat> I know that you talked a little bit on this latest episode that you have with JJ, whatever his name is, um, about. About Iron Fist.
1: Oh, right? the, you must! Iron it's Fist, the greatest man. show ever. <laughs> 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 I'm being sarcastic right now. <laughs> all
3: right. All right. Yeah, man, we talked about it, you know, obviously. And we, you know, we tweeted or message back and forth with you about it, uh, you know, uh, on a couple posts, random posts. Okay, and uh,
1: Hold on, hold on. It, uh, it's about to go down. Round one. Uh, what, what's happening? Let's get it. Let's all right. Get it on. So so all right. I got some of the gripes from y'all. We gonna go over that. The gripes that you had is they didn't have a good guy to play the Iron Fist. Uh, some of the action uh, was whack. And from you mean, I mean, listening to your um, that episode or whatever, I mean, you told me things I didn't know about it. Like they trained the motherfucker like ten minutes before they did a scene and shit. So that knowledge, I didn't have that knowledge in my in my in my head. So. I mean, now I look at it kind of different, but when I was watching it, I thought the shit was pretty good. I didn't think it was the best, but I know they were just trying to make a, you know, make this little puzzle piece to fit into the bigger picture, which is going to be the defenders later on.
3: That's definitely true, and I think we're coming from it. We we're going into it, you know, obviously as fans of of comics, but you know, I, uh, you know, I'm an actor trained on stage and on camera and on mic and Jay.
1: Well, well, uh, (laughs) yeah.
3: Thank you guys. I appreciate that applause, you know, all day long. No, but then Jay is a freaking black belt, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Outside of being an amazing artist, you know, he's a, he's an insane, you know, black belt. So yeah, man. So, you know, I guess we, we look at it in in, uh, you know, with two different eyes, but looking at the same person. And you know, I don't I don't think the guy was bad. Like I don't have a problem with Finn Jones as an actor, no, you know. I don't know. It could have been, you know, it could have been any dude. It could have been another white guy, but I don't care, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh but like like you said, you know, the fact that they they gave him, hey, this is the move you're gonna do. Let's go ahead and practice for like ten, maybe twenty minutes. Mhm. Now go do it. You know, like that really hurt that really hurt the action and it made it seem like He was like, uh, you know, he was going in slow-mo. He was doing rehearsals instead Mm -hmm. of actually going for it, you know, all out. So I think that's where we had an issue. I don't know. What did you think,
4: Jay? Uh, I think so, too. I mean, like you said, uh, I don't have a problem with the guy who played played, uh, Danny Rand, who played Iron Fist. I just think the prep work should have been there. You know, Mm -hmm. once once they say he got the part, he should have been training, you know. Yeah. That's what I feel. And mm-hmm. and in addition to that, the writing, man, the writing just felt, it just felt lazy. I know they could have did better, but yeah. mm-hmm. it just felt like they rushed it just to try and get Defenders out. Because Defenders is coming in, what, uh, August? Yep. So, yeah, they just tried to, to hurry and rush that in so they could get these Defenders out.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of shoehorning in there, but they got uh, Rosario Dawson in there. So I didn't have well, too many gaps. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Yeah, they had
3: her in there, you know, blues. and they had even the the, uh, the uh, Jessica Henwick, the girl who played Colleen Wink, you know, they had mm-hmm. both the both of them in there, and I was cool. And even uh, what's that girl, Trinity from The Matrix.
1: Yeah, that's her name forevermore. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, she, I don't give a fuck about her government name. Her name is Trinity.
3: Right? <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> forever I be Trinity. Mean. I used to be in love with her. So, yeah, man, Moss, K-D-M Moss. So,
4: Trinity, Moss. you're right. Trinity. Trinity. Yeah, Yeah. that's how you spell it. It's
3: just Trinity. That's how you pronounce it.
1: (laughs) No, it's Trinity from uh, the Matrix.
3: Yeah, Trinity from the Matrix. But yeah, man, uh, you know, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think those three ladies, you know, were the best part of that show. But I don't know, man. It's just, I guess, I guess this is where, this is where another issue came up. You know, Marvel and Netflix had done so well with Daredevil Mm-hmm. Even adding in, uh, you know, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, all the people that came up in those shows, The Punisher. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. good reimagining of The Punisher. Yeah. And so we're like, yes, they can't lose. And then they it wasn't as good as the other ones, so mm-hmm. it was like, right.
1: oh. Well, like, yeah. I'm sure you have
3: that random button that goes, oh. Uh,
1: well, I got this Maybe. one.
3: <laughs> That's pretty much. Close like.
1: Yeah. Oh, the this one.
3: Yeah. Both. Both. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. But don't know. yeah, like you said, it wasn't the worst thing ever. It was not. Yeah. The worst ever. But it was also not close to the almost next to worst. It was like just above worst, but it wasn't next to that. So it was like right in the middle of next to last and last.
4: <laughs> uh. That's pretty
1: close. <laughs> well, it, just, just like I said, I mean, I went into it with a, you know, quick with a clean slate, you know, because, I mean, yeah, I didn't know nothing about the lore, the comic book. I mean, I just knew what what I actually knew about the character was that he was in a mobile app,
4: <laughs> the Marvel oh, yeah. game. So
1: that's how, that's the only way I knew who Iron Fist was. I mean, I didn't know why he wore a goddamn bright ass yellow and green outfit with his chest out, and a fucking do-rag on his head with eye holes. I didn't know none of that shit. So, you know, I thought it was pretty cool for what it was. I mean, obviously, there was a lot of shoehorning in there, you know, just trying to fit everything together to make this bigger uh-huh. picture, like I was saying earlier. But I was just like, explaining for him or whatever why, you know, I, I think dude from uh the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast Mm-hmm. So right. Like, they had a lot to say. Oh yeah, he had a very bunch to say. Very, <laughs> very bunch. A very bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was just like, um, he'd been somewhere for fifteen years, and damn, he wasn't that good. He got uh, manhandled by two security guards or some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> And I was just like, hey man, he kind of explained that or whatever. He just had revenge on his mind, and I had, and I came back. And I was like, well shit. I could play basketball for 15 years straight and still not be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I guess you're right about that. You know, and yeah. then he was like, he beat a freaking dragon. I was like, I believe there's a little more to it than that. I don't think he actually went hand to hand with the motherfucking dragon
4: or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: It was just, it was just a thing. Cause I mean, that was never something they really showed
4: or whatever. Right. It's exactly. Like, and that's what I wish they would have went like more into his. That that fifteen year period instead mm-hmm. of just throwing like a Random little minute segment back. here, a little minute segment there, you know, it, it kind of just broke up the story so much, and I think they could have did so much with that that backstory to yeah. make it a little bit more appealing to the to the viewer, you
1: know. Well, shit, I like the um, old boy dad more than anybody else. <laughs> yeah, whipping everybody. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, that's true. The dad was
1: good. Yeah, and then um. And then I was just like, hey, I, if they come out with a season two, they can fix all these problems because, like, already yes. they were talking about they didn't get into the mask and the outfit and everything. Right. I was like, hey, I mean, that's how you mask it. I mean, if dude mm-hmm. ain't taking it upon himself to get some training during the off season, then you put that mask on a guy, stunt double, baby. That's how you fix the martial arts action.
4: Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's true. Hey, and good then point. Now, exactly.
1: What's been established in this story that we saw is even though. He has that martial arts training for over that 15 years. What we found out is that he did not have time to freaking learn the powers of the iron fist. So throughout the whole Netflix series, he was trying to figure out his powers. So, I mean, I didn't see what the big gripe was because first of all, when the plane crashed, it was just by happenstance. It was luck that those two monks happened upon him because the, opening to whatever the land it was that he trained in, it only yeah. opens every 15 years. Right. So it was just a yeah. draw that he crashed on that mountain. They happened to find him when the, the opening was there. So this whole time you got this uh spore rich kid that was always been bullied. His parents was taken away from him in unfortunate circumstances. And you know, never really had a he never really had to defend himself. And now you got people that's making him defend himself. All uh-huh. the while, he thinking about revenge, and you know when your mind is on something else, you can't focus on the task at hand. So that's why I came up with the analogy: is like shit. I can play basketball for fifteen years and not be good if I want to be a doctor the whole yeah. time. You know, so You're we right. established that. And when he finally got the mark of the dragon and all that shit, that's when the opening came at that fifteen uh-huh. year mark, and he ducked deuces and he left. So he never really lived up to his potential as the Iron Fist. He just got the mark and ran the fuck off. <laughs> so That's true. Yeah. So that's some, Very things, true, that's some things to put in your coin purse there to, to think about. Right? <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> that's why I didn't really bash it all that much because it was a, still a self-discovery story. He was trying to figure out, he wasn't even worried about fighting motherfuckers, really. He was trying to figure out <clears> what <throat> happened to his parents, how can he get his company back, and all this other shit. That seems to be his M.O. He's not focused on the task at hand. He's not even worried about being the motherfucking Iron Fist. He's worried about avenging, revenging, Mm -hmm. avenging, Avengers, Captain America. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean, that's why I didn't have a problem with the story, because I kind of understood that. Could the martial arts have been better? Yes. Could he have trained uh, not 20 minutes before the fight scene? Yes. (laughs)
3: You know that's that's just a thing. I mean, I guess I guess it's for me. It just didn't look realistic. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, obviously, yeah. I mean, understand the storyline. You know, definitely one of those things because there's definitely some things that I missed that obviously I slept through parts of oh, yeah. uh, the show. Sadly, <laughs> I mean, it just didn't hold my attention as much. But that's that's another thing. I might have just been tired. But you know, I guess the the realism, and I know. You know, when you look at a movie, when you watch a TV show, you know you're supposed to what we like to call su- suspend your disbelief. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Like wrestling. <laughs> yes,
3: like wrestling. Why 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 did not think of wrestling when I was watching that? But you know, I don't know. It's just sometimes I guess sometimes I uh, you know I think sometimes we we uh, you know maybe notice things more than other times.
1: And, and that's uh, it, just to jump back on wrestling. I've done professional wrestling training and after doing the training, I look at wrestling way different than what I did before I had the training because now I know more about that thing. So you had the martial arts background. So obviously you're going to see his technique is being flawed. I mean, you being a professional actor, I mean, obviously you're going to be able to pick and pull things from the execution because I mean, you've been in that situation before and you had some kind of formal training. So that's a lot different. I've never been an actor. I have some semblance of uh, martial arts training, but mm-hmm. not enough for me to be sitting there picking that technique. Oh, his arm wasn't at a forty-five degree angle. <laughs> he didn't. Down, he didn't clutch the wrist and pull the elbow up at a ninety-five. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So that's I mean, true.
3: that's true. I do want to come back to the acting thing in a second, uh, but there's a lot of questions. So when you watch, since you what what, what branch were the military? You're an army, right?
4: Marine Corps. Marine Corps. Okay, okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Just like Jay's dad, Marine yeah. yeah.
4: My dad was Marine Corps too. All right. There you go. Um,
3: So, yeah. So when you watch movies and you see Marines or, you know, I don't know, people doing whatever you did when you yeah, were in the service. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do, you pick, do you pick and pull that apart ever? Yeah. I just want to know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because like um, a couple of movies or whatever it was like, all right, we don't wear our covers indoors, our hats or whatever and they'll be wearing their shit indoors and saluting, which that's another thing we don't do. Obviously, yeah. certain um, placements of uh, medals and ribbons and badges on the uniform, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's not going to be... They can't... Legally, they can't do that. So, it's always going to be a skew, and a, you always going to... It's going to be a blaring. It's going to be like a fucking big-ass red light on his chest like, look, that's not supposed to be there.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So,
1: I mean, I yeah. pick shit like that apart. And then, the same thing, when we was talking about that um that movie that I was so say doing here in Houston. That who lives <laughs> That's what I wanted
3: to talk about.
1: <laughs> they had military elements in there. And uh, they was trying to teach guys how to do drill and shit. So I'm sitting there watching them trying to do drill movements and fucking it up so bad. And I'm like, why can't you get this right? It's so easy. Let me show you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly. I get. you know, it's, it's all about the continuity. You know, if they have somebody there who is the expert, you know, or, you know, the yeah. continuity director, somebody like that who knows what it's supposed to look like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I and I and I think everybody in every walk of life, uh, you know, who watches a program like that and sees something that they know how to do, you know, yeah. they're proficient at, like, I'm sure, you know, doctors and nurses will watch Grey's Anatomy and they'll yeah, be shaking yeah. their head all day long, you know what I'm saying? Um, you, can't clamp, so yeah, it's, you
1: can't clamp that, that? artery there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly, exactly. No one has sex in the in the uh, in the broom closet. You know they have sex in the in the, in the employee bathroom. I don't know, but <laughs> in the champagne room. Okay. No, but you know, I uh, I don't know, man. It's just one of those things. But yeah, but I remember listening to. I can't remember which the first show that I heard you talk about it on. But uh, you were talking about you know you were supposed to be you you went for an audition yeah. for a mo- for the movie. And then the dude ended up, you know, asking you if you wanted to direct it or what what
1: was it? I went in there to straight up be an extra. I just wanted to be a motherfucker in the background trying not to awkwardly stare into the camera while I'm sweeping the floor or some shit. (laughs) So that's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to be in a movie. That was my goal. I didn't want no speaking parts. I didn't want to do shit. But other than be on the camera doing something, not being the main thing. Mm -hmm. And um I went in there. And dude, seeing that I had a military background, I had an IMDB page. I still do because um, yeah. I I'd had the free trial so I just threw a whole bunch of shit on there. Cool. And, um, and I told him I had cameras and obviously he needed some cameras so he was like, oh yeah, okay, you got all this, you got military background and all kind of shit like that. Okay, okay. <laughs> he said, uh, what do you feel about being um fourth unit director? I was like, that's not what I'm here for but Okay, whatever. I can get some experience under my belt. It would be something cool to do, I guess. I didn't have shit to do. Fuck it. Uh-huh. So that happened. And then the whole while that I was working with dude is just like I'm seeing the whole picture unravel. It, it went from being a movie production to a big ass fucking scam.
3: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Yeah, because it was That's like I found out the more that I went up there that like he would kind of open up to me a little bit more. And everything. So one day we was in one of the little green rooms that he we was supposed to be doing all this. If you can see me, I'm doing air quotes CGI. Uh, totally. And um, he had this big ass uh tube TV in there, big big joint with the wheels on it. He's like, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Hey, help me bring
1: this in the other room. And this was a a, a room in the office that I never been in because the door was always locked. And then mm-hmm. um, wheeled this TV in there. This motherfucker had an air mattress and then all this luggage and shit in there. And I was like you're staying in an office building. <laughs>
0: Dang.
1: And I had my suspicions about it before because he would wear the same thing like maybe twice in a row and everything. <laughs> and I'm like, He didn't remember what he wore last time. <laughs> yeah. Man. And it, they would have like a, they got like a kitchenette up in there. So they got like a sink and a refrigerator and all kinds of stuff. So you would be having food and microwave dishes in there. And I was like, this motherfucker is staying in here. That's before I actually knew he was staying in there. I was like, he, he's, this motherfucker's staying here wow. and after I established that he was staying there, a second thing that I established right after that is that motherfucker wasn't taking regular showers because they don't have no showers in that <laughs> office building <laughs> <laughs>
3: <You> always <smell. laughs>
1: I mean I never got that close but I'm just saying they ain't got no showers in there <laughs> take yeah, a little wash like off
3: thing. yeah he did like <laughs> a cat bath, like my mama used to like get a get a rag wet,
1: mm-hmm. put the soap like, on it, wash
3: <laughs> me down with a wet rag, a little bit of soap yeah. on it. My, cat bath.
1: My, my wife called that a hoe bath.
3: A hoe bath. That's funny. That's that's pretty accurate too.
1: Yeah. Because I mean, if she a hoe, she got to get back to work. Just put a little dab on it, tap her love box. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> get back to work.
3: <laughs> that's great, man. That's insane. So yeah, so you realize old dude lived up inside the place, and like, when did did he did he just like take off and never call y'all again, or, or what happened with that? Yeah,
1: we had um a shoot or whatever, a shoot day, like from five o'clock in the morning on the Sunday to damn near seven o'clock, eight o'clock that night, just doing a whole bunch of random shit, and people were supposed to come back on Monday to do follow up. And then he said he was going to go to um, Hollywood for um, about two weeks and um, talk to some people about some more production stuff. And he was going to come back on a certain date in January. Well, not January. It was because um, it was October that we did this. Remember a certain date in um, October, November, and we we're going to finish up. And he never came back. <laughs> oh. So did
3: you have any money invested into it? Like, did you pay for
1: anything? No. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. Okay, good.
1: <laughs> oh, no, because, I mean, I peeped it for what it was, I and mean, I was just there more or less to see what was going to happen next. <laughs> <laughs> <That's great. laughs> I was trying to save as many people as I could. I'd be dropping subtle hints to people. I was like, hey, um, you notice they didn't really have a script floating around here? <laughs>
3: a kind of movie doesn't have a
1: script exactly all I mean, improv. That's, that's that's the hints i'm throwing out there i was like hey uh you notice some um, this and this and this uh there's no catering
3: uh you notice he wore that same outfit the last two times yeah
1: <laughs> you yeah, had this whole thing about eric roberts was going to be there in the movie he was going to play the president
2: <laughs> wow, wow.
1: Which, I mean, he he was running a, a pretty good con, man, because he had, yeah. like, on the website, the I think the website is still there, who lives last dot com. He got a video with him and Eric's, Eric Roberts talking about the movie, which, obviously, Eric Roberts is drunk mm-hmm. as shit. So <laughs> he could have been just babbling on about anything. So, I mean, he had the con running at that strength. Yeah. There it is. And then I tried to get, um, like, if you go to the IMDb page for that dude, they got a dude on there named Kevin Caliper, and he was supposed to play, like, the first sergeant or some shit like that. Like, way back when um, I found out about the movie and I just started auditioning, I I reached out to him and tried to get him on the podcast so we can talk about the movie beforehand and everything, but I could never get a hold of that dude. And I feel that if I would have got him on the podcast before, I went to do the movie stuff, I would have found out way before then because I don't think he had I don't even think he know he have anything to do with the goddamn movie, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> they just put his picture <laughs> and his crazy.
4: name up there. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm looking at the page right now, man. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this he's is... like, it's like we're currently filming exterior locations in Hollywood, California.
1: And like I said, this movie started like, wait, hold on. How many years? A few couple
4: years ago. No, I
1: like when I got involved with it, it was back in uh November, December time
3: frame. Uh-huh. Wow. Oh yeah, so this was just last this past year, huh? Yeah. Wow. Wow.
1: And then um he held out all the way up until October because this was another thing that he was trying to get in there because it's supposed to have zombies and shit, right? He, I'm seeing
3: he, those zombies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's doing this shit in October. What's going on in October? Halloween.
3: Halloween, yeah, perfect, yeah.
1: right? And guess what day we shot on? Halloween. On Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and if you nice. go on the website, um, I don't know if he took it down or changed it or anything, he was asking for like people to show up in costume or whatever for zombies, and like the best zombie costumes get uh, guaranteed airtime in the movie. Mm-hmm. So he was banking on people that already be dressed up and going out for Halloween to just stop by to get some airtime on the movie. So he have his zombies for the movie. Wow! So he had it mapped out. He had it planned. He he scammed a lot of people out of money. Uh, freaking. He had a lady coming out from San Antonio down here to Houston, fucking doing being his producer and everything. And mm-hmm. she was doing everything. I mean, everything. She was making calls. She was damn helping us secure props and all kind of shit. And mm-hmm. she was doing work and all the fucking scam. Wow. Then he had a stalker. What? <laughs> yeah. And if you want to go <laughs> into more detail about all that, because I want to rehash it again, uh, yeah. a couple episodes back is the Texas Cleaner episode. He, uh, a oh, dude, yeah. Dude named Isidoro. He was on there. He was uh, on the set with us. So we, was, I was telling him all the shit, all the things.
3: <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. You know, yeah, because yeah, cause you said he was supposed to be in the movie. I remember listening to uh to part of that episode i don't know i can't remember if i heard the stalker part but you know what's funny about this website this who lives com, on the on the on the front page of it you know you, you're scrolling through and just i guess he's listing out everything you get past the movie poster and some other random shots then i get to the eric roberts pictures which you talk about mm-hmm. and then and then just randomly it says Call Don Mendoza for great diet supplies and drinks. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. like, what? <laughs> this is sponsor. in the middle. <laughs> it's not even like a regular ad, you know, like if you would see a pop-up or a little corner ad from Like, like, he, wrote like, like he wrote it
1: in there himself. Say what? He wrote it in there himself.
3: I guess so, man. It's just like, come and get this uh, this Fit Tea, you know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> yeah. And then, like, if you go to, like, where it says crew and everything, I think it got my name up there as, like, second unit director. Just say (laughs) B-Rob.
3: Yeah, that's hilarious, man. That's pretty dope. It's sad sad that that wasn't, you know, that that didn't turn out to anything, you know, because that would have been a cool experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that
1: would have been. I got to hold the microphone, boom, and Mm -hmm. mess with a drone and look at some people do stuff. (laughs) Yeah. But, But,
3: yeah, I think, I mean, the cool part about it is, you know, if you, if you ever do want to do that stuff, obviously in Texas, you know, they have tons of, tons of that type of stuff available, like legit, you know what I'm saying? Legit stuff like that available for you to go and do, to make a quick buck, you know, just holding a boom mic, you know what I'm saying? Because that's not hard, obviously. Uh, But then, you know, you do learn a lot of other stuff, uh, you know, in the process as well. So, Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Yeah. yeah, so... That's crazy.
1: Because the guy that yeah. they paid to do the camera work or whatever, he he got his own little company and everything. Uh-huh. I, I reach out to him every now and then about camera advice. So, I mean, I got uh-huh. some kind of, you know, networking from it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, That's cool. Cluster. Fuck.
3: I can tell. And I'm looking at it says like uh, the acting coaching sessions. $50. Say coach. By a 32-year Hollywood casting director and actor, presently casting four motion pictures, you should try at least one session to judge this for yourself. But they don't tell you who it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. And you know what? I'm gonna tell you what, man. Uh, uh, when I was when I was in Houston, oh, I can't remember what t- what part of town it was, but um, my mom, uh, you know, I-, I was in I was in high school, uh, you know, maybe like a junior high school or something like that down there. Uh, and my mom had found this place, uh, where, you know, it's sort of one of like those talent search type things. And then, yeah. you know, they, they do, they do pictures for you and, uh, they also, um, you know, try to, try to get you casted and stuff. It was like, it was a talent agent, but it also like, I don't know if it was quite a talent agent. I can't quite remember what it was, but I remember going there and, and, uh, you know, doing some random monologue. For them, for some place called Tux and Tails, it was like a, yep. like a,
2: uh,
3: you know, like a like a tuxedo shop, right? And the lady was like, "Oh, you you look like Yul Brynner. You look like a young Yule Brynner, but black." And I was like, "Okay, okay,
2: <laughs> thank right? you, I guess." <laughs>
3: exactly, exactly, but. You know, they they always said, they're like, all right, well, I, we know that you're going off to college, uh, you know, in a year or so. But, um you know, we'll, we'll be giving you a call, you know, so you can come down and audition or do something in Houston. And they never called me. That was the first thing. But looking back on it and then doing a little research after the fact, yeah, I found out that that place was just a scam. You know what I'm saying? uh You know, because people who had gone through there never got paid or never got called for work. And it made me so sad, you know, obviously dealing with a lot of... Uh, dealing with a lot of people who were legitimate, you know, who were, who were long time in the business and doing the thing the right way. You know, it just made me so sad for people like that and friends of mine who were independent, you know, artists out there, uh, uh, you know, trying to cast stuff because, you know, you have, you have a hundred people showing up to a audition, you know, for something. Yeah. And, you know, if it's cool, if it's real, then good. You know, all, all, you know, more power, too. But if it's fake, you know what I'm saying? The person leaves with a bad taste in their mouth. And what if it's somebody like you who's never gotten into that business before, and they want to do it just to try it? Maybe maybe it turns into a new thing for them. Maybe it turns into a career. And, you know, they left with a bad taste in their mouth, and they don't want to go back again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So makes me sad. But B-Rob, keep doing it. Go back. If you have a chance, obviously, I know you just, you know, I think you just, you said you just started someplace new. So yeah, congrats windy. on that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Employment. Yeah, congrats i don't want to sit around on my ass no more. <laughs> uh,
3: you were going to Walmart. You weren't sitting down on your
1: ass. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> it might be a, a little less of Walmart, but I'll find a way to squeeze it in there.
4: Yeah.
1: I'll be all That's up funny, in the Walmart man. with my security outfit on, <laughs> <laughs> walking around like Top I'm Walmart security. Like I'm Walmart security and be like, hey, hey, put them chips down. You don't need that.
4: <laughs> Just post up by the door and check everybody back. Yeah, that's right.
1: what you got wrong, boy.
4: <laughs> exactly.
1: Then the Walmart security come in and say, like, what the hell are you doing? It's like, oh, nothing. Just walk off.
3: <laughs> that would be funny if there was a, if like, oh, that would be great. If you did a video, if you did a video of you being a security guard inside of Walmart. But not be an actual Walmart security. <laughs> that would be great. I got to see that.
1: Man, I had a, for a while, I was trying to, I was going to get with one of them because I got a homeboy back in Lake Charles. He worked at a Walmart, like legit. I was like, man, give me a Walmart shirt and I'm going to just walk up in the Walmart with the shirt on like I worked there. <laughs> that would
3: be great. You just walks back in, back into the back, like into the little break room. <laughs>
1: Be great. <laughs> see, I, I couldn't do it in my Walmart though, because I mean, a couple of them know my face, so oh, okay. they always be at the door when I come in or whatever. Even the, like um, cause some WalMarts they have like uh the Dish Network and the Xfinity people trying to sell you cable and shit. Mm-hmm. So they don't even try to pitch at me no more. They see me too much.
4: That's great. That's
1: great. Cause like they had one lady. I guess she was new. She's like, Hey, sir, who do you have? And the other guy tapped on the shoulder. He's like, No, don't worry about it. <laughs> Like, so you know. Move
3: along. <laughs> just keep it that's moving. A, that's hilarious. Well, I mean, you know, if you if you just hit the loop and, you know, go or I guess uh, the tollway loop, whatever. Uh, and and hit another Walmart like twenty, you know, twenty minutes down the road, you know.
1: Oh yeah. I I, I know where to go now. I didn't I done didn't navigated my area. <laughs> I do not I not I got my Walmart map.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know where not to go now too. <laughs>
3: That's funny. That's funny. I was going to say, though, I mean, I bet that Walmart, you know, the Walmart that you talked about earlier, uh, you know, with the skis and the people changing their clothes outside. Uh, I bet you could go there and do that because I'm sure they don't care. You know what I'm saying? I'm
1: pretty sure. I could probably set up shopping there. I was thinking about doing it here in my Walmart. I'm Once I get the equipment and everything, I want to mm-hmm. actually set up my damn no shit camera up in there and just start asking people questions.
3: That would be great. That would be amazing. And what is it? Did you hear about, speaking of setting up shop, did you hear, I don't know, maybe it was like a year ago, uh, there were these kids that were found in Walmart. Like they were, there's like a family, I think.
1: Oh, Their living in that beach.
3: And they were living in Walmart.
1: <laughs> what?
3: Did you hear about that?
1: I heard no, about I didn't it. Hear
3: about I think they were like in the TVs or something like that. Uh, uh, and it was or, or somewhere where they had like a bunch of boxes. That were, you know, that were set up together and they had basically placed them and moved them and stacked them in such a way that they could get in and out of this little, you know, of one of the shelving areas. Mm -hmm. And like they had like TVs up in there. Uh, They had like all kinds of stuff from Walmart. So everything you see in Walmart, they had a bunch of that stuff in there, like bean bags, iPads, like all kinds of stuff. And they were just chilling like that was their life. Yeah, up in
1: there. I seen a video where they um they'll go out there in the freaking um the t- the um, paper towel aisle where they have all mm-hmm. the pa- paper towels and all that shit, and they'll carve out a little section in there and make like a little fort inside the damn paper <laughs> towel aisle. <laughs> and they'll go to like different sections and like you said, and they get like beanbag chairs and they pull them all in there and everything, and like they have they would be doing some Minecraft shit,
2: <laughs> busting up <laughs> yeah, little blocks block. and shit. Trying to, <laughs>
1: And I remember one time they set it up for all nice and neat and everything. They had like, they had a sectioned off and everything, like different rooms and that bitch. And they was sitting down just chilling. And somebody pulled um, <laughs> the freaking paper towels out and had a big hole in there. They're like, oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, B. Robson. I mean, I love Walmart. I like to go there a lot, but obviously you go there a whole lot more than me. If you discover one of those like, first, you got to make a post about it. Oh, yeah. Let us I'm,
1: know. I, I mean, I'm going to be in there like, a, what's your man, <laughs> Steve Irwin and shit, and be like, I found the elusive Walmart predator. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to go inside of his den. <laughs> <laughs> or we'd be doing Was like... A, just
3: like a little albino dude sitting up in there looking like powder. <laughs> you know what I'm oh, man.
1: <laughs> It'd be like Walmart cribs.
4: <laughs> and that's where the magic happens. <laughs>
1: yeah, and they got a whole bunch of Mister Clean Magic Pads.
4: <laughs> oh man, that's great. <laughs>
1: I'm just not. That, I'm just not that as brazen and as bold as some of these other people I be seeing. They be setting up shit in the aisle and be playing football in Walmart, jumping in the balloon basket and shit, just breaking up stuff. I was like, I can't do that, man. <laughs>
3: Funny. No, right. I think my son would probably turn out to be one of those people because anytime we hit that balloon, you know, the the uh, the bouncy balls, yeah, dude will pull one out and he'll just start shooting. And you know, like the top of the cage
1: he's high. is high.
3: It's about a- thirty in the air, and he's like, "Dad, I can totally make this." You know <laughs> and he just tries he tries to shoot a shot and he never makes it. But then you know that ball will fall down. And knock something else down. Yeah. And he don't even act. He act like nothing happened. You just go get the ball and keep trying. Well, and I'm like, kid, don't you know what you just did? Put that ball down. You well, know
1: what I'm saying? Well, you 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 know you uh, miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. So you know you got to let him go for it.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. You're right about that. Yeah. <laughs> You're right about yeah. that. But then you know, but then we're on the football line. he will be like, Dad, let's throw this football.
1: And I'm like, but
3: I mean, okay, I'll throw the football with you, but still. You know? Like, we we in the middle of the store.
1: Fuck around. Here, and he'll go on the scooters
3: too. and the skateboards. Like, he'll do everything. So, yeah, he's that kid.
1: <laughs> shit, man. My kids don't do that. And fuck around and get a clothesline from me.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Come around the aisle on the skateboard. I stick my arm out there. Plow! <laughs> That's
3: funny.
1: And I go put that, that shit back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. It's just, it's crazy. He's just a crazy little boy. But, yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I've seen those kids. I've seen those people, and, and I've done that before. I like it. I like to see when people, like, they'll go and, like, open up the bag, the the little package of, like, bed sheets and stuff like that and just open it up, you know, and just hold it out and see how big it is. It of back. course, you know, gonna, gonna know how big it is, but then, like, just to see the colors, you know what I'm saying? And then they don't stuff them back in the bag. They just put them on top and set it back on the shelf cause <laughs> they don't want it.
1: What what a theme is in this Walmart? does one that's close to my house. Motherfuckers be taking stuff and eating it and putting it back.
3: <laughs> oh, no. yep. Come on, man.
4: Yep.
1: And then I don't you like people. I don't. I don't really like the produce aisle too much or whatever because motherfuckers be putting their hands on everything, then put it back and decide they don't want it. I was talking about mm-hmm. that the other day. Motherfucker put his hands all up in the grapes, eating grapes and shit.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I saw you said something about that. Oh, yeah, they got these. Uh, I noticed people go to the deli section and get those little chicken wings. And, of course, you don't pay for it right there. You just walk. They just walk around the whole store eating chicken wings. Oh, just yeah. drop the bag right on the aisle.
1: Yeah. Know them shits is delicious, though.
4: Oh, yeah. Boy.
1: Uh, I, there's been a couple of times where I hit up the McDonald's up in there, and I just walk around eating a sandwich while I'm <laughs> shopping.
3: That's that's funny. I mean, I've done that before. I walked up in there and I was hungry, so I grabbed a bag of chips, you know, and I'm sitting there eating a bag of chips while I'm walking around. But when I get to the front, I tell the lady, "Hey, I've been eating this bag of chips this whole time I've been here. Can you scan them? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't just like try to play it off. Right. I don't try to dump the bag of chips." But, I mean, maybe I should. I'll save some more money in Walmart. There
1: you go. Because it, as many times as I've been in this Walmart, I have only seen two incidents where somebody got caught. <laughs> yeah. And I was just sitting there, we you. was checking out, and um, this lady just ran through the aisles, like through the the freaking cashier aisles and everything. And this other guy, civilian clothes, was chasing right behind them, and I was like, well, 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 that's happening. And then they had some <laughs> um, teenagers in there trying to run a scam and shit. Mm-hmm. Just, asking, just going there asking people for money And everything hey, my, my, Me and my brother ain't got nothing to eat Can you, Like we have a couple of dollars or whatever And then I go on to another aisle And they ask somebody else for the same shit And then they'll meet up with some other little boys up in there And they'll be dang on trying to split up the money Or see what each other got And I was like
3: mm-hmm.
1: come on dog
3: I've seen that before too man
1: they and I've seen that before too They are whistling to each other and shit Signaling to each other I was like come on bro <laughs>
3: Yeah, I see that. I've I've been, I've been the ones in Houston that done that in Dallas, Fort Worth area. Yeah, I've seen that, and I'm just like, and like you know, at first you don't know it because it takes you off guard because it's like a little kid, you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, uh, you know, I need a couple, I need a couple dollars. I get myself some chips. (laughs) Just like, it's like, uh, all right, here you go, buddy. You know, what I'm saying, and then he walks off, and all of a sudden he meets up with like a group of ten other little kids. Mm-hmm. Like, where did all these kids come from? And they all sitting there counting that bread. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They, they roll out a roll of money. And I'm like, boy, come in and give me my dollar back.
1: You know? See, I I, crazy. I, I, spotted them out on the spot or whatever. I was like, okay, that's what they doing. Because, I mean, I seen when they all came in together. <laughs> then I seen them when they dispersed. And I was like, okay, whatever. You ain't going to come off of with that shit. Because another day I went in and there and it was the same group of boys doing the same thing. I was like, dog, you tried to get me the other day. He's like, oh, I did. <laughs>
3: Remember that? Wow, That's funny. That's funny how you caught him in that. That's crazy. Yeah, man, Walmart is Walmart is, is amazing. I I'll tell you, I I obviously I discovered it, you know, at a much younger age. And actually, I think the first time I went to Walmart, we were visiting Jay's house in Louisiana. Back when Walmart wasn't a super center. It was just like a
1: like just a, a grocery know, store.
3: Grocery well, it wasn't even grocery, no, store, grocery was store yet just like chips and and like stuff like that but a bunch of clothes and toys uh but yeah man um i remember when i was in college uh, uh me and and one of my friends Lindsay, who's a great improviser up in chicago uh, uh she uh we we would go to walmart you know all the time and it would always perplex me and surprise me how people just show up there like in their pjs and, oh, like yeah. the, and this was before that was a that was a normal thing at Walmart. Now it's like whatever. You you just roll up there, you know, in a g-string and a half t-shirt, and you're good to yeah. go. Boxes
4: with the dickhole in the back.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <You have> some <laughs> boxes with the dickhole in the back. You know, hanging off your saggy jeans. But yeah, man, I um, uh, I would, I would, I would be like fascinated by people watching at Walmart. So it turned into a thing. Then all of a sudden, you know, I lived on my own. You know, we graduated college and. I was all by myself, so yeah, cheapest place to go buy food, Walmart. Mm-hmm. Then eventually Jay lived with me. Like we, you know, he moved he moved down from Louisiana after he graduated. And yeah, man, we lived together. And it was always funny going to Walmart and just watching fools. And like the Walmart bar, bar old apartment, man, it was I like to call it the half hood. Because like where our apartments were, it was hood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But if you go like three or four blocks down the street, you know, it was a that nice, was nice old area that sound like so it was DC. really weird
1: say what i said that sound like dc <laughs>
3: <laughs> pretty much yeah exactly exactly so yeah man so so we went to the walmart over there uh in the half hood and it was the weirdest thing because you know you'd see somebody roll up like you know like this preppy white person roll up like in a jaguar you know what i'm saying yep and then see you know somebody else roll up in like a broke down hoopty and everybody was fun- funneling in and out of Walmart, so the pe- the range, the range of people types of people watching in that Walmart was astounding. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. It was, so we, it was crazy. Yeah, we kind of like that in this area too, because I mean, we in a nice neighborhood, but mm-hmm. it's surrounded by the good and the bad. So like, we in the middle, and <laughs> I can go to the gas station, which is a hood gas station, but they'll uh-huh. have a, I, no lie. I've seen a phantom at this gas station <laughs> and a Bentley at this gas station, at the wow. Hood gas station. Just because not too far down from that gas station is the golf course. So people, <laughs> you know, they got all kind of mansions and all kind of wealthy people around there. And then mm-hmm. on the other side, they just got all the other unsavory characters. And then in the middle is me.
3: Because
1: <laughs> like no Dorn shit.
3: By both worlds.
1: Because yeah, <laughs> no shit, I can go up a block, take a left. And the golf course is there, and then it got all these million dollar mansions and shit. And then oh, I can damn. go t- instead of taking a left, I can take a right, and then uh, not the man- not the mansions.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's messed up, man. That's that's H town in, kind of in up. a nutshell for sure. That as well. That's crazy.
1: I seen two just seen two Lamborghinis fly by here the other day. maybe just cause. <laughs> just cause. <laughs> He's just like, now,
3: they they were probably driving by so fast because they accidentally turned right and they realized oh. they should have turned left. oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> But what, zag when they should
1: have what what I right. will say about these Walmart's here is is uh, the 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 eye candy aspect of it. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Lord Jesus. Yeah, mm-hmm. you talk about them pajamas, but they don't really have nothing under the pajamas. They're just walking around like she got a bag of uh, water balloons on her back. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> and then I don't videotape none of that stuff because, I mean, my wife monitored my accounts and I'd I be hard-pressed. I have some big jiggly booty on my shit and she'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I, I just committed to memory.
3: <laughs> you got to play it off. like, Oh, you know, she just happened to be in the background. I was actually shooting a picture of uh you know the the uh the pet food sign, yeah, and she just mm-hmm. to be her whole body happened to be in the whole shop, <laughs>
1: yeah, because yeah, like um, for a little while, I was doing um, I got like the little GoPro camera that I was putting on the shopping cart, I stopped doing that because that would happen. I would just be walking down the aisle, you know do- you know letting it run, but they have people walking in front of me of that style. <laughs> With with the jigglies and the bigums and all that stuff, so I'd be like, man, I can't put this on here. So I look at it a couple times, then I delete it. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense, man. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah but you I know? I haven't seen nothing like bad like what they got on the internet. The only thing I've seen that was kind of crazy was a a teenager with his parents walking around with no shoes on in Walmart. Wow. And then they have the ones that are coming there with the pajama pants and no underwear under it, obviously. And then Uh short ass shorts to where the pockets are coming out the bottom.
4: (laughs) Right, right. And
1: uh, horrible makeup tutorials gone wrong. Uh, Yes. Always. uh, Eyebrow go down to a cheek and shit.
3: (laughs) Always. No the worst the worst place for somebody to put makeup on you is up inside a Walmart. Like if you saw somebody sitting in there like trying to put trying to push makeup, you know how like you said, you know they try to push the direct TV on you or whatever, but like if you ever seen one of one of those kind of people just standing up in the aisles being like, "Hey, yo, uh, would you like a makeover today?" Just just walk away. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be the best experience. I mean? mean, for them it'll be funny, but for you <laughs> be be laughing at you
1: is that that a dinosaur putting a puzzle together watching Jurassic Park exactly (laughs) I
3: don't know where I found that it's just random online I saw that Uh, that's nuts man but yeah yeah that's crazy I'm I'm glad we're able to you know I'm glad we're able to uh, finally get on the show because I know that we I think we you know sort of chatted back and forth about this some time ago yeah Uh, and uh, yeah man Finally able to put this back to put this together. So, all right, this is cool. Yeah, this
4: is good. Yeah,
1: and I appreciate you. And before we go on ahead and do the farewells and all that stuff, where can yeah. people find you all?
4: Well, you can find us on Instagram at Twitter at hashtag uh, blackout um, Snapchat hashtag bop. All our episodes are online, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud. Uh, what's our voicemail, Jared? I completely forgot about it. Uh, our
3: voicemail. Uh, the, which which you guys will have heard uh, one of random ramblings, ramblings with
4: Rob voicemails
3: a couple of episodes ago, and you'll be hearing one on the next episode coming up. I think episode forty four coming up uh, is three eight five three two five B. Oh, excuse me. What the heck? <laughs> oh, oh, I got it right. Three
2: eight five three eight five
3: three black PC. That's three eight five three B L A K P C. Or if you guys can't really spell on your phone, you hit three eight five three two five two five seven two. Yeah, and that's what we at. Yeah, we definitely we definitely uh, love to hear from people when we when we get a uh, you know we get a phone call. We we definitely love to. Put it on the show, just like when we talk to those random rappers who who thought they want to be one of the savages, All right? You know saying,
1: "Yeah, we love it." And, and, and Simba's
3: message. So yeah,
1: and Simba is gay.
3: Yes. Oh man, that's the episode oh. that just dropped today. Yep. Episode forty-three, painting pictures of a rainbow-colored Simba. <laughs>
2: mm.
1: And why they want? They they're so. Hard pressed to damn make somebody gay or uh, make something
2: gay.
1: <laughs> oh, hold on. What, what's it? There you go. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's what his roar sounds like. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. And and like we said on the on the show that you know that we drop, I mean we have family, we have friends, you know that are of different uh sexual orientations. So you know we don't have a problem with those people, yeah. you know in particular. No, no, but no. I don't know, man. It's crazy. It, it's it's crazy that you know that everybody's trying to, you know, I guess they're trying to make everything what was one way a whole different way. Yeah. But yeah, like like Jay posed the question in the in the uh, in the show. You know, how would it work out? How would Simba have kids? You know, with Nala, because that ain't happening. Mm-mm. You know,
1: unless they got some weird triangle going on. <laughs> Maybe so. I don't know. know, Maybe they're trying to take it to the next level, baby.
3: (laughs) Have a lion orgy. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, they're going to get it on somehow. But
1: yeah, man, that
3: show was pretty fun.
1: Yeah, But fellas, I appreciate you taking your time out to uh, chat with me. And yeah. I appreciate you putting your creativity out there in the world for me to enjoy as long as well as other people's and Yo,
3: likewise, man. Likewise. Yeah, likewise
1: and uh, the door is open. You've been on the show once you can come back for whatever reason. If you just want to bullshit or talk more about Iron Fist <laughs> 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 or Walmart <Either> or
4: <laughs> yes. feel free yes. to do so. And we're definitely going to have to have you on the show as well oh hey we're gonna
3: work this out we definitely gonna get you on the show we're gonna do a little podcast payback you know what i'm saying so yeah man uh you know you've invited us you know obviously the door is open for you to come on one of our shows as well uh you know we're gonna work that out um and yeah man always love listening to your random chatterings and then of course love the walmart vlogs because you always you always drop some funny stuff while you're yeah and while you're in there and yeah man um yeah, so congrats on a good show. Like I, I have to say, uh, you know, a long time ago, you know, I did, I, I listened to podcasts that were like single person podcasts. And I was like, man, these people are amazing because they do a whole bunch of stuff all by themselves. You know what I'm saying? If mm-hmm. you do that, you know, I know you have some shows like that. And I know you have some shows, obviously, with guests. But, but yeah, uh, one, one man run podcast, you know, is, is pretty dope. So. Yeah, so shout out to you for that. Congrats on that. That's amazing. Yes.
1: Definitely. Appreciate it. Appreciate it.
3: Big ups, big ups. All right, well, I
1: guess And that was another glorious, splendid episode of the podcast. And I appreciate Jay and Jared for coming on over and um talking that shit that we talk. Tapping love boxes and all other things into portaining Partain, Partain. I knew a dude named Partain. Uh, he was at my last duty station. Good dude. He bought my pickup truck that I left behind. Hope you're enjoying that thing, Partain. Take care of my baby. Sorry I painted it red in certain places or whatever. That may not be, even be your favorite color, but it's my favorite color and it was my truck at one time and now it's yours. Take care of her. Do with her what, what you must. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, man, it was a great time. Um, We're going to do more crossovers in the future because, I mean, those dudes are too cool not to collab with and talk that bullshit about. Shout out to Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Give me a follow on Twitter. (laughs) I mean, not Twitter, not fucking Twitter. Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, I'm going to hook and rub some spices on Mrs. B-Rob whenever we get home to H-Town and everything and the lights go down low. And she slip on her red dress. your hair down. And that sweet please. I don't know. I got that shit out of order. Shout out to Josh. He loves some Johnny Gill. Which I think is pretty cool. Because he's only like 22, 23 years old. He know about some Johnny motherfucking Gill. Listen to this latest episode of the Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company. Dude was singing on there, Laying the pipes out with some Johnny Gill. <laughs> Oh, man, that was fun. But, yeah, as always, thank you for listening. And, um, Miss B-Rob said, hey, I tried to get her to say it on the microphone, but she was worried about eating and drinking ginger ale, so I can understand that. Um, Baby B-Rob in there with a little cousin eating Easter candy. The older two are on the way back from their mama house, and we're going to hit the open road back to the town of H. So, as always, you can find me on Twitter at It's B-Rob. That's I-T-S-B-R-O-B. If you want to talk professional wrestling and other types of general shenanigans, that's the Twitter account that you use it for. And the show has its own Twitter account, which is at, wait for it, R-R-R underscore podcast. That's three R's underscore podcast for anything pertaining to the show and guests and retweets and all the other bullshit. I have a website called randomrobcast.com. dot com. Check it out on the homepage at the bottom at the top or any other page that you find on the website. You can see links and tabs and everything to help you help me help you. <laughs> what I mean by that is there's um, all kinds of ways that you can help and donate to the show and make it something else entirely. So they got Amazon links. It doesn't cost you extra to use them. You just click on it. It'll take you to Amazon. You shop like normal. And I get a little bit of kickback on the end. Also, there's um, a Patreon account similar to Patreon through a uh, Podbean where you can get your choice of tiers. Not hydration from your eyeballs, but level one is a dollar. Level two is three dollars. And level three. It's $5. That's the highest I'm going to go right now. There ain't nobody really doing it or showing any interest in it. But if there is any interest or participants in the future, I'm going to open that thing up. I want to do a random loot crate for you every month and send you things on your birthday and all kind of other cool shit that I make with these motherfucking hands. Also, you can find me on Instagram walking through Walmart doing a couple vlogs, vlogs, whatever the young people are calling them these days. And that's random ramblings. W underscore Rob. Or you can just type in the random ramblings with Rob. Or you can use the hashtag R R R P C. Or you can t- use the hashtag Walmart log. There's many ways to find me on Instagram. And that's about it. Use the voicemail line 304-825-5762. Send me an email. at com. And, um cool beans shout out to all you people for listening once again i can't tell you how much i appreciate it you don't even have to donate and do all the other bullshit that i just stated you know like the amazon links the most important thing that you can do is listen to the show maybe send some feedback this way and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend And don't just tell them make the motherfuckers listen put the earphones in their ear turn it up the volume in your car put your freaking aux cord in your iphone or whatever you use into the stereo hijack somebody bluetooth speaker and play that shit out loud thank you um new guest coming up king hr professional wrestling fan and he is a smart guy he has his fingers in everything he's an indian living in uh canada (laughs) which i thought was weird i ain't talking about like which if that was offensive, I'm very fucking sorry. Uh, we're talking about Red Dot, not Feather. There you go. And then we have a crossover that hopefully will get underway Monday with the Just In Time podcast. Be telling my man crushes and everything over there. Be gay for a day. <laughs> That's what they do over there. That's what, So I got to do whatever the theme of the show is or whatever. I ain't actually taking physical penises nowhere. So you can cancel that shit. Also, hopefully, if we get to do, I I mean, I feel weird about saying who I'm going to have in the future that I haven't actually recorded with yet. Because, you know, I record ahead of time and put things in the memory bank until I release it. But the actors in the web series, my roommate is an escort, will be on the show. Hopefully, we can get that to connect, to work out. And then, who else? My co host on the Pipe Bomb McCooling Company, I'm going to have Josh and uh, Matt McCool on here one day and then many, many other people in the future. So once again, thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.